What's up, Zero to Hear podcast fans? Welcome back to the show. Today was a fun one. Uh, my brother Vinny called me a couple weeks ago after watching the new MJ documentary on Netflix. And it quickly sparked a heated conversation of who is our favorites in terms of athletes of all time. And so we decided to have a podcast. It's a two and a half hour podcast. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Not that this is necessarily the most official list of all time. It is more... And we tried to base it on athletes that we've had emotional connections with that we've actually been able to watch their careers live um, rather than focusing on players that were around before we were ever around. So there's a lot of emotion in this one. It was a lot of fun. I would love to hear your comments and thoughts on um, arguments for or against who we are talking about and maybe throw some other people into the mix. Enjoy this show. It was a lot of fun to do. Listeners, I hope you guys have a cold beer. This is gonna be this is gonna be something, Carl. It's gonna be absolutely something. I don't know whether it's either gonna be the greatest zero to hear podcast of all time or something we delete. And I'm not totally sure, but I'm super pumped. I did a very, very small amount of research today in preparation for this. And uh, I think I've got some good shit here. I'm really pumped. Vinny. Vinny, yeah, Vinny, was, Vinny. Sorry. Where did where did this uh, podcast come about? You called me a week ago. Do you remember? Yeah. You called me a week ago and yeah. asked me if I watched The Last Dance, the first two episodes. Michael Jordan oh, documentary. Yeah. And yeah. my answer was I, yes. And it quickly got into a sibling rivalry argument of greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. Like immediately, basically. And so I stopped the conversation. I'm like, we need to just, we need to gather our thoughts, do a slight amount of research so we somewhat know what we're talking about, and then get into this seriously. So we basically yeah, got to recreate is, the anger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the big thing for me is like, it's it's all on emotions. It's all It's all about what you felt when you watched these people play. And there's some people on this list that we obviously never saw play, but it's how these people made you feel when you watch them play. So, so that is a bit of a disclaimer on who are who are who my number one is going to be anyway. Okay, so that I think that's an important point out of the gate is that uh, both you and I I would classify as highly emotional people, like on the <laughs> spectrum of humans across the world, we would be in like the 90th plus percentile, I think. Of emotions. So yeah, yeah. there's going to be some rational stats brought up. There's going to be some practicality and there's going to be some things that absolutely don't make any sense to a lot of people listening. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, for sure, I, I can start with, I'll just start with one that's completely irrational and we, we don't even need to talk about this. But like when we started talking about the greatest athlete of all time, the, like one of the first names that came to my head, and and we don't need to talk about this person, but it did is Ichiro, and it's because oh, when he sh- came and he started when he started playing in in America in in the MLB after playing in Japan, like his first year he was MVP. It was unbelievable, and I just I just remember that first year and the Mariners had that 
that record-setting season. They lost in the playoffs, but they had their record-setting season. And it was just unreal. And just what he did from being the greatest Japanese player to to, be, to coming and, and doing so well in his first year, I, I, I just thought of his name right away. And I don't, we don't need to talk about him because he's not even in like the top 10 baseball players of all time. But, um, but anyway... So, it's an interesting so when you talk about irrational, that that's number that's the number one. <laughs> First of all, I totally I thought to... you were going to say Jalen Rose there. I totally thought you were going to say Jalen Rose, but at the same time, like I think that's a good point of someone like Ichiro that I didn't even think of, who completely changes a franchise and like the way that we think about Seattle Mariners. Um, there's so many people out there like that that either aren't playing in a, you know, top three, top five sport in the world. So you don't know their name, but there's just like so many ridiculous athletes out there that you have no idea who they are just because of the circumstances or their situation or the country they were born in or like whatever it is. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then there's sports that are just not big in North America that we don't know about. Like, totally. like the number two sport in the world is cricket. Like it's just it's the number two sport in the world. So so there's gonna be a cricket player on this list if you're actually if you're actually doing this list fair. <laughs> so so I'm sure you don't have a cricket player on your list. I do. I just searched the number one cricket player in the history of the world. So but it's I got the number Don two Bradman sport in the world. There. So yeah, I got Don Bradman on there too. <laughs> His stats are wild though. His stats are absolutely wild. It's, and we don't need to talk about Don Bradman because because uh, no one knows who he is, so we. But just you, mention but, the name. Yeah, but people can Google. But him. it's insane. Yeah, insane. if you know anything about cricket, the the stats that he has are just absolutely insane. Okay, compared I, to I the, wanna, compared to the number two. And I think that's okay, an important comment. But let's start quickly with a quick intro into why, who we are, a quick little bio, and like. You know, let's try to come up with some sort of resume for why we are doing this. So, and I think it's, I think it would be fun to do the other person. So rather than talk about yourself, I want you to talk about me and I'm going to talk about you. So I'll start if you're, <laughs> I'll start if you want, just so you can see where Yeah, because you had from. a chance to think about it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's okay. This is my show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vincent Walter Duma, <laughs> uh, 5'10 and 7'8. Come on. 100, 165 pounds. 39, <laughs> 39 years old. When he was 12 years old, he quit football to play hockey for a year and a half. <laughs> it didn't work out. Um, played universe, university basketball. Loves coaching his kids' baseball team. Hates the Houston Astros. And is one of the worst pitch and putt players I've ever seen. <laughs> who, who, how many birdies did you get? <laughs> how many did you get? I got one. <laughs> I got... Well, yeah, what was your score though? A nine hole pitch and putt. You shot like 68. <laughs> I thought we weren't keeping score. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what we told Finn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that kid. That kid just mashes. Um, okay, your so turn. My turn. And Carl, feel free to jump in on my resume if you like. <laughs> yeah, Carl's probably, Carl's probably the most qualified out of all three. All three of us. 
Okay, so so Danny Dumas, I guess most of the people who listen to the show probably already know a little bit about you. But um, uh, little brother, young, youngest of uh, three brothers, second youngest of six children. And um, I guess was kind of like, I guess you were kind of like, I was an eight years older than you. So it felt like you were kind of like, you know, the little buddy, like when I was growing up, we shared a room and had bunk beds. And, and, um, and, and he became like, you know, a fantastic basketball player was, um, you know, the leading scorer on the provincial team, um, went to go, went to North, North Dakota, who was a D2 school to go play basketball. And, but they were going into D1. Uh, he transferred back to UBC, but, um, and then has started a career in real estate and, uh, is having a, um, a real go of it. <laughs> and now he's, now he's a celebrity on a, uh, on a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some nice words. Way nicer there. than I was yeah. expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl, podcast, anything to right? add? No, I think hey, that was a sorry, fantastic I summary. Ask, I was going to ask: Have you ever recorded a podcast and then not aired it because it was so bad? Negative. <clears throat> okay, because you were saying like this could go really good or really bad, and I was just wondering. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I wonder if there's a chance this doesn't get aired because it's so bad. But uh, no. I, I don't think it'll be there. We can okay. edit stuff out, edit, edit around stuff, okay. you know? Yeah. Like that? Honestly, like man, that. <laughs> Carl, with all three podcasts, how many have we done? 130? 140? Probably around there, yeah. Yeah. We have only edited out stuff twice. I think so. Because the guest asked us to. Oh, really? So, like, honestly, the reason I love the podcast is just because it's just genuine conversation. And so to take something yeah. out just eliminates the the honesty, I don't know, to me. Anyway, I love it. Thanks for that. That was a really nice cool. uh, bio. I don't know if I'd be that nice to myself, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down a bio for myself just in case you didn't have anything. <laughs> and all I wrote down was 6'3", 185, 31 years old, used to be decent at basketball. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Seahawks and the PGA Tour. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, oh, the other point I just wanted to pull out, and it's more to just get a little bit of the blood flowing going into this, because I think it'd be more fun if we're a little bit heated, is... Yeah. Do you remember the first time I beat you in 101? Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you remember our record in 101? Do you remember the What's age? Record? Do you remember the life? age? Yeah, like were you seventeen? I was thirteen. <laughs> no, you were not thirteen. Yeah, it was grade eight. <laughs> That's not true. It was grade eight. <laughs> uh, Carl, don't believe what we're saying. <laughs> Do you want me to let you know how it happened? Yeah, you might or have been. Maybe it was grade eleven. Maybe maybe you were sixteen. You were probably sixteen. So, Carl, the, yeah, do you want to hear the honest story or do you want to hear the fabricated Vinny version? Let's okay. hear both let's hear, sides. Let's hear your story. Let's hear your story. It was 13. I was in grade eight. Uh, I think I had grown like three or four inches that year. I was like <laughs> six one. Vinny was still 5'10 and 7 eighths. <laughs> and, Carl, I learned that I was bigger than him. And it took me a while to figure it out, but I learned that I was bigger than him. And I started backing him down a little bit in one on one. We used to play almost every day in the cul de sac when yep. he was at home anyway, because he went to 
University of Manitoba. So he was away for a few years. Uh, but when he was home, we used to play all the time. And I started backing him down and he starts trash talking me saying like, what are you a post player now? You're going to go play, uh, you're going to go play power forward. <laughs> <laughs> and I beat him for the first time. And then it just gets like extremely physical. Oh, for sure. Backing down. Two hands shoved to the chest. Someone goes up for a layup. Their legs are getting chopped out. Like it's ridiculous. So we both come in the house yelling at each other. And my dad, who's like five, two and a half, gets in the middle of us (laughs) and starts yelling. He's like, you guys are never playing again. (laughs) Just yelling at us. And so that was the end. So Vinny always talks about record because he beat me 180 times when I was nine. (laughs) <laughs> and I beat him for the first time. And then he's like, screw that. I'm not playing anymore. Oh, man. You were like, there's no chance you were 13. That's I can't crazy. believe that you would even say that. I can't you believe you'd even P- lie about that. Big Peel, remember? We called that okay. Big P. His name's Paul. He's about five, two and a half. That's how I call him Big P. <laughs> uh, your, so your story is a bit different, eh? Oh man, like, like it couldn't have even been when you're in grade eight. Because what year was that? Like, I wasn't even living here. That was. You know that you know that you might okay, it might have been grade eleven. You might have been sixteen. Maybe fourteen, but definitely <laughs> okay, okay. Grade nine. Okay, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Right. <laughs> we can edit the story out, right, Carl? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or Carl, maybe. Maybe I can just tell you the story and you can edit that part in later. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a ridiculously mysterious like story. Vinny's going to be sitting in a park. There's going to be birds chirping in the background. He's going to be like, it was on the day of August 31st, 2018. Then he turned 29 that day and, you know, all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah I had a broken leg too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I think we need to first define how we are qualifying these people as the best athlete of all time. So, what is it to be athletic? What are we? What criteria are we using as best athlete? So, there's like so many different categories that we can use in this thing, right? So, like one is winning. Are they a winner? Did they win in the clutch? Did they perform better in the clutch? Like those types of things. Two is like just physical attributes, like pure athleticism, speed, agility, strength, all that kind of stuff. Competitiveness kind of goes into like performing in the clutch and winning. Um, Like world recognition, is that important? Um, Longevity, like how long they played in their sport. Um, The influence on the actual sport. So there's my top two guys completely changed the perception of their sport worldwide, which is absolute insanity to even comprehend how one human being can do that. So like, are there any other criteria that you would add to this list of like how you're judging these people? Um, no, but I think if you're talking about people who change the game more than anybody, um, this person's probably not on your list as number one athlete of all time, but nobody has ever changed the game as like as much as Jackie Robinson. Like I would say so, that he's he's up there. He's up there as great as in the greatest athletes of all time because of that. Because nobody's ever changed the game like he's changed the game. 
literally can argue with that at all. And his name came across my studies this afternoon, uh, briefly. Yeah. But what I was trying to avoid was exactly what you said at the start, trying to avoid people that I never actually saw playing. So whether we're calling this the best athlete of all time or the best athlete of, let's say the last 30 to 40 years, Mm-hmm. Just like in our lifetime, who we actually had some experience with, who like we had that emotion, emotional connection to. Jackie Robinson obviously played before either of us were alive and completely changed the sport of baseball, absolutely. But at the same time, we don't really have that emotional connection because we never actually got to see him perform. Yeah, I obviously don't have the emotional connection. But, but I mean, what he did and what he did in the time that he did it and it... It's unlike anything that that's ever happened. I mean, maybe you could compare some like the way Muhammad Ali was, but mm. um, but Jackie Robinson, like he literally walked into stadiums, being hated by everybody, and um, and at the time, I remember like there's stories that that people would talk about him, like like they were trying to decide who would be the right person to do this to break the color barrier, and um, and and they chose him part in part for his for the type of person that he was, like. Like there was a chance that if he failed, like they like another like black athlete may not have played baseball. It might have been another fifteen or twenty years, like if he was terrible. And mm-hmm. because there would have been so many people that would just be say, saying, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. But he was unbelievable. And and the things that he went through and and the pressure that he had, like he had on him to to be perfect every single day. And he was, and he was he was with the rookie of the year's first year. Can you imagine like all these sports writers hate you and they vote you rookie of the year? You're that much better than every other rookie. And then and then he was the MVP in his third year, I think it was, and they won World Series and and um like and and I mean and he was just an amazing athlete. Like I think he was uh I, I wanna say he was an all American track, basketball, and baseball player at UCLA. Like like Carl, you could prove me wrong on this if you fact check that he was actually all American, but but he was on those teams. I think he was all American. Um I could be wrong about that one, but uh, what he did is unlike is unlike anything anybody's ever done, and and probably will ever do again. And so I I think he'd be on in my top five for that reason. And uh, I can't probably can't put him ahead of of MJ, who obviously have got number one, but um, but he'd be in there. Yeah, honestly, I can't argue with that at all. I don't, I don't know a ton about him. Like, I've watched a couple of movies that like are about his life. I don't know how much of that is accurate of how bad it actually was for him getting into the professional sports league. But it is, uh, it's cool to even look back at that stuff and see how far we've come in. Yeah. Just like, no one gives a shit right now. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's like, <clears throat> it's exciting to grow up. Can you help in, us win? Exactly. It's exciting to grow up in a, in a, I don't know, community where, or a time where it doesn't matter. It's like, are you better than the other person? Great. You're going to play. Yeah. That was the way it was when I grew up. And obviously looking back and watching those movies, it's like crazy humbling and, and, even strange to think that that was a thing back then, but I guess that's what <clears throat> that's what the internet does is just like it equalizes everyone. I don't yeah. know. 
Yeah. And sports okay. equalizes everyone. Like, like there's such a, totally. there's such an emphasis on winning and competing that, that, you know, no matter what an owner thinks, like he just wants to win. And, yeah. and the general manager and whoever's making these decisions now, like they just want to win they're, and they're finding the best players. And, and, and it was different back then. <laughs> like it was crazy. I mean, you hear about the, you know, college basketball back in the day and you hear about, um, obviously baseball and, and um, and college football and things like that, and uh, and the way and the way it is now, it's just it's almost the way we live. It's almost hard to believe that that it was even that way back then. Um, yeah. Let's, anyway, that's uh, like, he's not my number one, but I just like I thought he deserves like a lot of cover, a lot of uh, to be a big part of this conversation. Absolutely deserves the mention. Again, like what I said at the beginning is it's difficult for me to have like an emotional reaction and like a passionate argument about someone I never watched. So like the people that I'm going to mention are people that I've watched on TV. A couple of them I've seen live of like people who I completely relate to and like have seen their emotion while they're going through the challenges and all, you know, while they're going through their big wins. So great mention. I'm, I'm excited that you uh, gave him a shout out, but uh, I want to start with even just in Googling today, top male athletes of all time. And let's just make a note that like, our emphasis is on male athletes. Nothing against female athletes is just like this is where we this is where this conversation is going. Top male athletes of all time. So number one in <laughs> most number one in most of the anything you Google, top male athletes of all time, top fifty male athletes of all time, whatever, most of them have MJ at number one. So I'd love to start there and just like share some of the criteria that has got him into a bunch of those lists and why he is thought of by so many as the best athlete of all time. This, obviously, the Last Dance, this documentary about him and his last year and his career basically has sparked this conversation. And it's pretty cool. If you guys haven't watched it on Netflix, tune in. If you don't know a ton about basketball, it doesn't matter because it's like such a cool sports like upbringing the whole the whole thing of how he completely changed the game how people play it's wild and honestly tune in uh, even me following a lot of his basketball career even after he was done like watching a bunch of his highlight videos and like trying to understand who he was and how he got there there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff with their GM, with the politics of running a professional sports organization that like I obviously would not have seen as a six, eight, ten year old watching him play. But let's start with him as the pinnacle, as someone that we're trying to make an argument almost with other people of why they would be in the conversation with him. Yeah. Um I think from from the last dance, like there's the the one line I'm sure like everybody everybody knows this line who's been watching it um, was by Roy Williams and and what do you say he said something about um, he had a conversation with MJ and he's like he's like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work hard and uh, and Michael Jordan was like well like I'm the best player in high school like high school in the states like I've been working really hard and he said 
but he said like something along the lines of like, this is another level. Like if you want to be that great, because Jordan was telling him how great he wants to be, he's like, you're going to have to work hard. And he said, from that point on, Jordan turned it on and he never turned it off. And, yeah. and I think that's like, you know, you get into a mindset and, um, and it's just like, I think that's what separates like the, these top like athletes from, from anybody else. And like, like Michael Jordan, I mean, you can throw Jackie Robinson in there and like all these other athletes that we're going to talk about, like, like other people turn it on and off. And, and sometimes maybe just mentally they can't take it. And, but for some reason, this guy literally just never turned it off. And he got to the point where he was winning. When he learned how to win, when he finally beat the Pistons, he learned how to win. He literally never lost. Like yeah. he, he, I guess he burned out and he had a midlife crisis and, and he played baseball for a year and a half. And then he came back and, he, and then he had that half a year where he wasn't in shape or whatever. And, and then, uh, and then he, but he never lost again. And like once he learned how to win, he just like never turned it off. And uh, it's like, that was, that's, just, uh, that's just like unbelievable because all these other guys, everyone else that we're talking about um, had lost like in the middle of it. And, and at some point in their peak, like somebody got the best of them. And he, it seemed like in his peak, nobody ever got the best of them. So there's one other human that I know of. Well, maybe two. But there's one or two other people that I know of that I've watched that in their peak, no one has ever got the best of them. And we're going to talk about them. But mm -hmm. can we come back to the just the attributes of what we're qualifying as the best athlete of all time? So what you just said about MJ was winning in your prime, willing to win, like the will to win and never being beat in your prime. So would you put that as like the top attribute of how we're qualifying the best athlete of all time in this conversation? Uh, is that I, it? Is being the best at your specific sport and winning? Yeah. Well, the thing is in basketball, yes, because when, when you're a basketball player, you have so like one basketball player can have so much influence on winning and losing. Like right. for example, like you go to like baseball, for example, and Barry Bonds had had years where like what he was doing on the baseball diamond and like what, whether, you know, you discount him because of steroids, then like, that's another story. That's another topic. But the things that he did on the baseball diamond without winning were just like things that were never seen. And uh, man, I, I wish I knew the stat. I can't remember, but he went, I think it was a matter of years. He went where he had more walks than swings and misses, not strikeouts, <laughs> swings and misses. And it was like a three years in a row or something like that. Like, Somebody can fact check this and tell me, tell me I'm wrong, but it was an extended period of time, not one year, that he had more walks than swings and misses. And, and it was like he had more intentional walks than, than strikeouts. And, and, like, and, um, and like just like the rate of home runs per at-bats was, was just unbelievable. And so, but he didn't win the World Series and he, he got his team to the World Series. But I mean, one guy batting out of nine um, it's just, it's just different. Like on a basketball, on basketball, like court, you can be, you can be on the court the whole game or almost the whole game. You might sit, you know, a couple minutes between the first and the second, a couple minutes between the second, the third and the fourth. And, and that's it. And, um, you know, whereas in baseball, like you don't have that opportunity. That's uh, obviously that's like a super interesting point to bring up, like the intimidation factor, right? So someone like him, if people aren't super big into baseball, what does it mean to have more home runs than swing and misses? 
<laughs> it's ridiculous, first of all. It means mm. it basically means that pitchers are scared to throw the ball to you. So they're intentionally walking you because they're afraid that you're, you're going to hit a home run off them. Mm. Like that is absolute insanity. And I think that's a really interesting point to even bring up and throw into that mix of characteristics of the best athlete of all time is intimidation factor. Other people playing against you are literally scared to play against you. Yeah. Yeah, the best players in the world are scared to play against you. They're scared to they're scared to throw the ball to you. Like, yeah. you know, they're scared to guard you. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to throw so let me throw out some stats from MJ. And I'll just read through this list really quickly. He basically won everything. Everything. I don't know what there was out there that he didn't win. So he won an NCAA championship. He was the rookie of the year in the NBA. He won six NBA titles. He was six for six. So every single time he got to the finals, he won. Every single time he got I think to that's the finals, an over, I think that's an overrated stat. I'll let you finish your stats, but that's an overrated stat. Winning every time. But go go on. But that's, that's what that. we'll get to when we compare it to Le- LeBron. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. About well, because that at it's all, still better to get there than it's still better to get there to, than not get there. Disagree. So if you're getting there every single time and you're winning some and you're losing some, it's better than not getting there and and winning every time. Right? I don't know about that. Let's move on. Okay. He, won five, he won five NBA uh, MVPs, NBA season MVPs. He won 10 NBA scoring titles. He was 14-time NBA All-Star out of 15 seasons that he played in the league. He was a nine-time defensive first-team All-Star. That is crazy. He won 10 NBA scoring leaders. He was 10-time NBA scoring leader and also nine-time first-team defensive team. He was crazy. You think think of like James Harden and Carmelo Anthony, guys who were winning scoring scoring championships, like they're scoring leaders over the last whatever ten or twelve years. Like yeah. they're nowhere to be seen on the defensive end. Like exactly. Like this guy, that's that's unreal. He won an NBA Defensive Player of the Year. The only guy I could think of who is like that, like that prolific scoring and also a good defender is Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah. Yeah. But what about Le- what about LeBron? LeBron and, and Kobe. Kobe well, is a good yeah. defender. Did Kobe ever win a defensive player of the year? I don't know if he ever won defensive player of the year. Has LeBron ever won defensive player of the year? I don't think LeBron has. Do you know that? Kobe? LeBron has. LeBron has not. No. I think I think KD did, didn't he? Oh, really? I don't I think thought, so. I thought he, I thought he did. But <clears> Kobe <throat> did make the all defensive team the first the first team eight times. Oh, wow. Eight times? Kobe yeah. made it eight times. Okay. Yeah. What about LeBron? Carl, do you want to look up LeBron? I'd uh, like to, how many times he defensive? I mean, defensive. Yeah. So, okay. Then moving on with Jordan, he won the dunk contest twice, which is just like pure athleticism. He won two Olympic gold medals. And then like, then we can talk about records, right? Like, I like talking about records. This, so, career best points per game, Michael Jordan, 30.12. Career best playoff points per game, 
he had, <laughs> this is a ridiculous stat, 866 games in a row, double-digit points. 866 games. Most points in a playoff game, 63. This is a crazy stat too, Vinny. He's never, in his six NBA finals, he never scored less than 20 points in one game. That's, yeah, that's unbelievable. So, Le- so like, obviously, sorry. Uh, LeBron never won Defensive Player of the Year. No. Oh, okay. Did he, was he on the defensive uh, first? Yeah, many times, yeah. lots. How many? Uh, seven, I think. Seven, okay. Because I think so, he's been in the sorry, league, what, no, 16, LeBron James has the all-time record, so 12. 12 defensive Sorry, that's teams. the all-star team. That's the uh, first five times. So, yeah, that's so defensive awesome. teams are five times. But the all-star team okay. is 12 times, which is pretty crazy. Michael Jordan's 14 NBA all Oh, teams. shit. Are yeah. you meaning All Star Game, or are you mean All no, Defense sorry, Team, like first, the All NBA third. Team? Yeah, All All, all yeah. NBA Team. So Jordan was Jordan was not fourteen times All NBA. I don't know. Here it says that so he was just fourteen time All Star. Right. The things I wrote down was fourteen time yeah. All Star. I think he was first team All Star thirteen of those, and second team one. If okay. I remember correctly, from all this shit I was looking up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you talk about like, obviously we talk about emotion, Vinny, and like the things I remember from watching Jordan as a kid was obviously winning was just like extreme competitiveness was like, I remember kids asking me while I was playing basketball when I was in grade three, four, five, six, seven, like, why is your tongue out? Mm-hmm. Why is your tongue out when yeah. you're ta- what, like when yeah. you're, when you're going up for an open layup? I'm like, obviously, because MJ's doing it, bro. Like, wake up. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't want any other basketball shoes or clothing other than, like, Jordan brand, right? Like, he had that big of an influence. Like, I didn't give a crap about John Stockton. And, like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) I hated Carl Malone, but, like, those guys. And (laughs) Sean Kemp was sweet. He was fun to watch, but I didn't want to buy his shoes. You know, like yeah. it was always Michael Jordan. He was just like the absolute icon for 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, what he did and the way he did it, it was like, I don't think I'll ever see that again. And, um, ever. And, and like, you know, I want to compare people to him. And, uh, and I think I probably would just want to compare people to him. Like, I want to, I want to compare LeBron to him. Um, and it's such a different career and he's a different player. <laughs> Uh, but mm-hmm. what he's doing is just so amazing. It, like it's yeah. unbelievable, but it's just, it's just not there. Like it, and it, I think it's close and I think it's number two. Um, I just, it's just not there. And, uh, and it's just what he did. It was unbelievable. And I think how you get down to it is, is just that mindset of, of he, he worked so hard to get there. And like, like they said, like that quote said, and he never turned it off. He just like kept going and going and going. And, and people, some people hated, some teammates hated him for it and they just, they didn't like him. And, and, um, and the people that couldn't keep up with him just, they just crumbled. Like the other players that couldn't keep up with him crumbled, but you know, the guys that could keep up with him, like they really thrived. Like obviously the, you know, obviously Pippen's career is, 
a lot of it. And he's, he's up there in best basketball players of all time. Probably a lot of that is because of Jordan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's interesting to hear Jordan, though, in the documentary talk about how he wouldn't have been where he is now without having a Pippin beside him. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, watching and, you know, again, I was, like, between 5 and 10 years old when the Bulls went on this big run, right? Mm -hmm. So, I was young. I I wasn't really, like, (laughs) understanding all the details and politics behind a professional sports franchise. But, like, I was looking at it as Jordan is the best player of all time. It's not even a question. And Scottie Pippen is better because Michael Jordan is the best player of all time. Whereas like looking back and watching it now, like and understanding Jordan's comments with a big like six ounce scotch beside him. Like (laughs) (laughs) as a a hefty amount of scotch yet. Um, I read just understanding. I read somewhere. Yeah, you mentioned that. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. Okay. maybe It's his own uh, tequila brand. But anyway, sorry. Just trying to do the George Clooney thing? Or yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just like... Basketball is a weird sport where, yes, one individual can dominate, but like you can't really win without other stars, other people on the team. Yeah. So yeah. like they just kind of had the perfect storm where Rodman was like one of the best defensive players in the league for a decade. Yeah. The best rebounder in the lead for a decade. Yeah, Ron Pippen Harper was, was one of the like, best defenders in the league. Defensive players, totally, in the he, he, totally. He was and an then, awesome defensive player. And then they had a bunch of just like super solid role players, right? Yeah. And then Scotty and Jordan just did whatever they wanted. Yeah, and Kukoc was an awesome player too. You know, Kukoc might have he might have been a guy that would average twenty five points a game if he was on a like a crappy team, right? But. Mm-hmm but he played an awesome role on that team and he was a great player on that team. Kerr, Steve Kerr, made a couple big shots. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, okay, but you get, but we talk about that and um, so we're talking about best athletes in the, like, best athletes ever. So, that's one, that's one, uh, that's a point for LeBron because he has not played with the players that Jordan played with and not even, not even close. Like, you know, he had a run with he had a run with Dwayne Wade, who was not who's not Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a he had a run with like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, who were played sometimes, didn't play sometimes, um, and mm-hmm. you know clearly are not clearly like you know cannot are not good enough to um, be the best player on the team. And um, you know just by obviously what's happened to them since they've left left being with him, um, and so. Who has he? Who has he had with him, and what has he done without anybody? Like those champion, those times he went to championships <clears throat> with nobody. Like like the time Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were injured. They're both injured in the final, and they took the Warriors to Game Six. Like what he was doing in that final, it was like any, any. It wasn't like anything I've ever seen before in my life, and like almost including what Jordan did. It like it was almost better than what I've ever seen Jordan do. What he did in that. Carl, you can check stats, and I'm probably wrong. And and but like there were like 40, 40, 10 and ten games. There were 40, 15, and twelve games. Like, like it was unreal. Like he was just carrying that team, and um and and he's do he's done things that I've never seen before. Okay, 
And that's Let's, why I'd have him at number number two in NBA and in the top five athletes of all time. I don't disagree. Do you want to take this conversation in a way that we just briefly mention a handful of people, quickly sure. throw out some numbers, and then move on to our like competitors? Or do you want to like, or do you want to talk about who is competitive to Jordan right now? Sure, I say yeah. let's get yeah, one... I say let's get the others out of the way quickly, and then let's yeah. spend some more time on who I think are the top three. Okay, and there's one other topic that I want to talk about, and what sport is more important than other sports, and in totally. the way of athletes, because because um, you know a sport that there's like two to ten million people in the world playing, and mm-hmm. you're the best ever at that. Is that as important as a sport that there's like two hundred and fifty to like 400 million people playing. Um, and uh, and that's, that's one stat that I was looking at today is like how many people go- globally play each sport. And uh, so I've got that. So we can talk about that. But anyway, let's, go, let's start going through these other guys. That's an interesting comment because like for me as a, as a spectator, I appreciate greatness in anything. So mm-hmm. like the, it, when the Olympics comes on, there's sports on there that I will absolutely not spend one second of my life watching in between those four years, right? Yep. Like I will never watch Javelin ever. But the person that yep. wins the gold medal in Javelin, I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm like, wow, that person must yeah. be like... <laughs> they they probably worked extremely hard to get there. They're probably yep. pretty athletic. Like it's, it's impressive, you know? Yep. There's so many little sports like that that in the Olympics, I appreciate. But at the same time, like... How can you compare that person as the greatest athlete of all time to a sport like, I don't know, what are the top five sports in the world? Soccer? Of people playing? Yeah. Like the number of people playing? Okay, so so, so soccer number one, basketball number two, cricket number three, I think. I don't know if cricket's number two, but but because some of these numbers are, you don't know exactly where they're getting them from. And then Mm -hmm. after that... And then after that, of the sports that we're talking about, it drops a lot. There might be a sport out there um, that there's more people playing because it's played in India, like like kabaddi or something like that. That I just don't like. That we're not going to talk about, obviously. But I mean, like like we're talking about. So we've got soccer, basketball, and then cricket. Uh, it's a big sport. And then um, and then you get into baseball and golf, and then you get down to and then you get to hockey and football. And uh, so, so football, there's 1.2 million people play. Uh, hockey, 2 million. Um, baseball, softball is 65 million. Golf is 60 million. Although I think a lot of those 60 million are people that play after they're trying to be competitive. So I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I don't know how many actually people play trying to be competitive, trying to get to the PGA Tour. Um, and, then, and then you get up into um, soccer and basketball, which are huge. So, so does it is are the top fifty soccer players of all time the top fifty athletes of all time then? Because like obviously the top athletes in the world play soccer because the best athletes in the you know most of these countries are like obvious just go to soccer. If they would have decided that they wanted to play, you know, hockey, football, baseball, like they would have been the best. They would have been the best at that if they decided that's what they wanted to play. But I mean, obviously, it wasn't available in their country. Soccer is a really, really interesting sport where there's too many people on the field. So if you are a ridiculously good athlete, it's so tough, right? 
It's the same yeah. as cricket, probably. Like, it's the same as baseball. That if you're the best batter in the entire world, you only bat every one one out of nine times still, right? Yeah. It's the same as soccer. Like, you touch the ball for what? The game's 90 minutes. You probably have the ball at your feet for a minute and a half. Yeah. Less? 45 seconds? I don't know. Probably somewhere around that? there. Yeah. Like Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Yeah. One of the best athletes of all time. Totally in the conversation. But yeah. how do you, like, when you look at his actual stats in soccer, how do you compare him to a Michael Jordan who completely changes sport? How do you can compare him to a Tiger Woods who completely changes sport? But their sports are so different. And like their Tiger sport Woods, was so, it's individual. Yeah. But their sport was so good before they started. And so they're stepping into an already more competitive sport. Michael Jordan stepped, okay, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird started basketball becoming more competitive and getting better and really uh, drawing attention to basketball. And then Michael Jordan took it to a whole new level. Sure. Whereas, like, you know, whereas all these guys that we're talking about in soccer, it was already the most competitive sport in the world when they stepped in. And they became right. the best in the most competitive sport in the world. And Tiger Woods, like, like I, I'm not taking anything away from these guys. Like, yes, I'm, Tiger Woods is in my list as well. But, but he's changed golf so much that he couldn't do today what he did then. Because nope, there's just 100%. so much more competition now. And, and I don't know if anybody else could have done it the way he did it. Probably nobody else could have done it the way he did it. But No chance. But, at what, but do these soccer players get less marks because they stepped into a more competitive sport? Like, or do they get lower marks on this list because they stepped into a sport that was already more competitive when they started? I like, just think they're I mean, harder to judge as the best athlete yeah. of all time because of that, right? Like, yeah, and, if and, you, you, and if you're right. The one of eleven is a. If you're born in a shit country, you're never gonna win a World Cup, right? Yeah. If you're the best athlete of all time and you're born in Brazil, you're probably gonna win a few World Cups. If you're the best athlete yeah. of in world and of all time and you're born in Trinidad and Tobago, you're not gonna win a World Cup ever, right? Yeah. Well, like just so you know, like one of the guys on this soccer list, Johan Cruyff. The Dutch, great Dutch soccer player. I'm probably saying that name wrong. I'm butchering it. And so I'm sorry to soccer fans. But, but like, he's, they talk about him as the greatest European player of all time. And, and they, had a, they had a great team. I think they went to the World Cup final, but they never won a World Cup. But he has like tons of awards and, and um, you know, league championships and things like that. Um, but I mean, he's probably in this list. And, and like, I don't really know him. I mean, he played before like I would have ever seen and, and I just didn't watch a lot of European soccer growing up. So I wouldn't have really known anyway. But, um, but like he should be on that list and he never won a World Cup. So is winning that important on this list? Now, <laughs> I don't know. That'd be the same as Messi, right? Like he brought his yeah. team to a World Cup final, but they didn't win. He's won yeah. like, he's won a stupid amount of uh, La Liga, which is like the Spanish league. Where's my Messi right. comments? Um, Messi's won 10. <laughs> so he's won wow. 10 Spanish League uh, championships. He's won four Champions League, which is outrageous. Like he's won FIFA Player of the World one time. But like it's hard to look at all of that. He's got the most goals in the Spanish league ever, 438. 
it's hard to look at that and compare to like a Michael Jordan where the stat list is just so long and what he did for the sport yeah. is so much greater. So it's hard. To, yeah. It's it's difficult, especially as someone like me. I'll admit I'm not passionate about soccer. It's not something I watch all the time. I get pumped about the World Cup. I'll watch all the games in the World Cup. I think it's extremely fun and emotional and like and crazy. Yeah. But like I'm not watching the EPL weekly. I'm not watching La Liga weekly. Yep. So yeah, anyway. me neither. Okay, let's but, um, mention but but the best athletes in the world play soccer. The best athletes in the world under six foot, whatever. Three, four <laughs> out of like under six foot. Right, right? Like, and then the best athletes in the world Sheep over shot. that height play basketball. No, no, it's but it's true, right? The best the best short athletes in the world play soccer, and the best tall athletes in the world play basketball. And then from there, like obviously there's amazing athletes that play other sports, but those are just the most popular sports in the world. Like and and the, and so the best athletes in those countries are just going to be gravitate towards those sports. And then and then from there it's going to go like obviously there's areas of the world that baseball is the most popular. There's areas of the world that like that hockey is the most popular. So the, so some of the best athletes go to those sports instead, but um but in the majority of the world those are the two sports. I don't know Sorry. about that. Go ahead. I don't know about that. <clears throat> Cuz Again, we go back to this first question of like, how do we define world's best athlete? How do we define athleticism? Mm -hmm. And you're commenting more on like physical attributes. So is that a more important topic in this or is it winning? Or is it the influence on the entire sport itself? Yeah, like I think it all comes into play. And and that's why the, that's why the, 20th best soccer player in the history of the world isn't on this list. Although athletically wise, he probably is one of the best. Right? And because he, it was so much more competitive for him to get to where he was than it, than it was for, for people in other sports. Because they're just competing against a fewer amount of people. Hmm. Like if you it's have to compete against a million people <clears throat> versus competing against a, like 500 million people, it's, it's harder. It's harder to I get there, it. but you're right. And who is the best player in each sport is going to be on the list, and that 30th person will not. Even though, like, there's a chance he was better, but we'll never know that. Nobody will ever know that. But it, it, I get it comes back to the question of like, how do you define better? So, I guess it's personal preference. Because when I'm looking at like who I have written down on these pieces of paper, it is yeah. yes, physical attributes, but it is like who has excelled the most and excel to me is win. So yeah. like in basketball, I have Michael Jordan and LeBron James for somewhat different reasons. I have Tiger Woods, who is potentially number one. I have Wayne Gretzky, whose stats are just outrageously comically good. Like it's unbelievable. Stupid. It's so, stupid. So it makes I, like, no sense. I knew, I kind of knew what his stats were, but I just looked them up to today. He has Ridiculous. 936 more points than the second place person, like player. Like 936 more points. Like that's how many, that's like nine good seasons for a good hockey player. Like, like that's, that's unbelievable. That's like five MVP seasons. Like that's ridiculous. Well, okay. We'll talk about him. It makes no sense. And then like Roger yeah. Federer, 
obviously for tennis. So like all of my people are basically the best yeah. at their sport. So I guess to me, in my head, it's like, who is the best at their sport? And then we'll, we'll consider them basically. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like you to mention like a few people who need a quick mention, but aren't going to be more than a couple minute conversation. Okay. Can, yeah. The one thing that I want to say is it's really hard to put an NFL, a football player on the list because I feel like they're so... They're so specified in what they do. And again, they're one of 11. And, and like they, they do one specific thing. Like I think the number one NFL player that I would have on the list is, is Lawrence Taylor. Russell Wilson. And like, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're just going on emotions, <laughs> if that's the number one thing. Um, they, and then the other one's obviously the conversation. Tom, Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady's, obviously Tom Brady's in there. And then nope. maybe Jim Brown. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you hate their team, does that make a difference on the list? Yes, absolutely. It does. Dude, Tom Brady is not even in the top 200,000 athletes of all time. Um, like sucks. sprinters? Athletes? Or like, yeah, he is. Okay. Okay, we don't need to talk about him because I think we all know where he stands and uh, we know that you don't want to talk about him. Sucks. <laughs> uh, Nate... Nate won't even let me. Uh, Nate's my oldest son. He won't even let me uh, say his name. We say uh, we say Voldemort instead of Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. I uh, honestly, I agree. And I had a conversation with uh, Tim. Called me this morning, or Vinny. Yeah. And he's like, "What are you up to today?" And I said, "Oh, actually, I'm I'm doing a podcast with Vinny about athletes." And obviously, Tim wants his two cents in there. So Tim says, yeah. "I have to talk about Bo Jackson." And yeah, when uh, I look Bo at Jackson's Bo... on my list. He's but, he's okay. in my list on like on other. Like he's not in football. He's not in like I categorized totally. each sport and I just totally. put him in other. And the note is just like could have been because that was he was unlike anybody that you've ever seen before doing what he did. Totally, he did stuff that that nobody has ever done and maybe never will. And he I did it for a really him. short amount of time, and he right. never got to his peak. Like he never got to his real prime. Like he was just getting into his prime. So, yeah. So, okay. Could have been. I have a few comments about Bo Jackson. One, I never watched him play, so I can't comment emotionally, personally. He was kind of before my time. When did he play? Like mid 80s or something? Late 80s? Uh, Yeah, I would say late. I would say more like late 80s. Late 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Okay. Early. He, so like his stats are not great. Athletically, to play two sports, at the best level in the world is unbelievably mm. unimaginable. It's crazy. Played. Yep. He was one of the best running backs in the in the league for four years in the NFL. He was in the league for four years. He won the Heisman Trophy. He he went to one Pro Bowl. He was the number one pick in the NFL draft. His best year was 950 yards as a running back, which is not exceptional. He had five touchdowns in his best year, which is not exceptional. Five point four yards many game, per carry. How many games though? He only he ever played didn't play like the whole season, right? Totally. He played eleven games in his highest season. Usually played like eight to eleven games in his career. Right. Like so, and then MLB he played nine seasons. His batting average in those nine seasons was two hundred two fifty. He went to one All Star game. He had one year that he had hundred RBIs, which is great, fantastic. Mm. But one year, yeah. And he had one yeah. 30 home run season. 
So like Tim talked to me about this bow nose commercial and he's like, you got to watch this bow nose bullshit. I think bow nose, he should have focused on one sport, man. If he focused on one sport, he could have been one of the best athletes in the world. Right. But he did too many things and he, he was like, he was pretty good at both. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unbelievable, right? Not many people in the world. It's unbelievable to be able to play too and have, and have the teams let you play too. To have a team that has a contract with you, paying you millions of dollars, think that you're good enough that it's okay that you go and play another sport. Yeah, like that's that's what's amazing. But you're right. Like he's he's he can't be in there because of the stats. But like what he meant and and those, I mean those like and maybe it was more Nike. Maybe it was more Nike doing it than than actually Bo. But I mean those Nike commercials were just insane. Like he was equivalent to Michael Jordan at that time in popularity. And I'm pro- maybe I'm exaggerating this, but uh, like, but I might not be. I mean, it was unbelievable. Those bow nose commercials with, like, you had to have a bow nose T-shirt at that time, like in the late '80s, early '90s. Like, like it was, it was unbelievable. Do you so you say popularity, of Michael Jordan? Do you think that was North America? Um, I think it. I think like, it was. Obviously, it's more in North America, but it's worldwide. You think he's had the same popularity? The popularity as of basketball. Worldwide? Oh, sorry, sorry. Bo is North America. Michael Jordan was worldwide. Bo Jackson was. I think okay. he was That's just North America. Just North, That's what just I'm North America. Okay. But he was playing two North American sports. But, right. Well, although maybe basketball might have been more North American then, and and Michael Jordan made it a real global sport. Like it's a global sport now more than more than it was back then. Yeah. Okay. Who else do we need to mention? I've got a few. Do you want me to go? Yeah, why don't go you go it. through your list quickly and then I'll go through mine. Okay. So mm-hmm. other people that I want to mention is, um, or Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps. hundred percent. I think you have, you have to mention Usain Bolt and I think you have to mention Michael Phelps. So we can talk about that later, but the only reason you wouldn't mention Michael Phelps is, uh, is the number of people playing that sport. Like right. how many people are you actually competing against? And then, um, and then NHL Gretzky, Bobby Orr, I could want to say Mario Lemieux, but again, his stats are are top ten in hockey. But injuries ended his career. And then, um, then baseball, I've got like Babe Ruth. You have to talk about Babe Ruth. Um, he, he has the overall career lead in OPS and WAR. So, if you're not a baseball fan, you may not know what these are. But OPS is on base plus slugging, and then WAR is wins above replacement, which were two like you know like the two kind of like most important for um, for batters. And, um, and like, it's, it's unbelievable. He's, he's the leader in both of those two things. And, and the stories about Babe Ruth are just like, he, like, it was like Michael Jordan mentally, like, like his obsession with getting better. And, um, I mean, there's a cool story about him when he was a rookie, he, he came in, he came in as a rookie as a pitcher for, uh, for the Red Sox. And, um, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, people were kind of like, you know, giving him a hard time or whatever because he wanted to take batting practice every day. And and the other players, and back like this is hundred years ago, right? <laughs> but you know, other players, you know, they were just like making fun of him and saying, you know, just focus on pitching. Why are you on your bat? But he was just obsessed, and and he would he would hit every day, and he'd be working on his swing like no other uh, back then. And obviously, eras are different, and things are different now. And I'm sure people work on their swing more than he did back then. But I mean, he was doing something that nobody else in the world was doing, and 
and what he did to those two pitchers and what he did like was just insane. And, and he's like he's got to be in there in the top five as well because of what he did compared to everybody else in the sport in the most popular sport in North America at that time. Do you think the amount of cigarettes he hacked hurts his athletic ability? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to answer that seriously or joking? Because, because <laughs> I mean, like that was just that was just life back then, right? Like I know. I, I mean, know. like, like that was life in the in the seventies and eighties. You see, Vladi Divad, Divad's get off the plane and like like with a cigarette in his mouth, like going to the game. So I mean, like, like that was just life. That was just life back then. I think. I, I think like that is blown out of proportion. He was obsessive. Like he was so like the stories of him are obsessive. And then I do want to mention, I know this is a, this, I know this is like, uh, we're talking about male athletes, but, but like you have to mention like Babe Didrikson, um, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Serena Williams, Mia Hamm, and then some basketball players, Diana Tarassi, Cheryl Miller, Tamika Catchings, Maya Moore. Like, like some of the things that these women have done are just like, Unbelievable, and I know we're. I know we said we're not. You know, we're kind of trying to focus on uh, on male athletes because that's what we know more about, and that's what we've watched more. But I mean, some of the things that these women have done are, un, are unreal as well. So anyway, um, uh, I think the other person that needs to be in there is Muhammad Ali, and then and then we don't need to talk about Don Bradman, but what he did to cricket, which is either the second or third most popular sport in the world, was just like was insane. It was like Babe Ruth insane. It was like it was like Michael Jordan or Pele insane. Mm-hmm. I, I would like I think to... I think that's my list. I've got Hank Aaron and Willie Mays on that list as well. <laughs> I'd like to and, like, and just talk about a few stats of these people. So let's talk about Michael Phelps yeah. first. So yeah. swimming is an interesting sport where you do multiple events, where he swam like eight, ten events in an Olympics. So mm-hmm. like, but... 28 Olympic medals, 23 gold, 39 world records set, which is stupid. Like, think about that. Crazy. Crazy. He had eight gold in one Olympics, which is crazy. Um, his first Olympics like, was You're winning a gold medal every, every second day you won, you're winning a gold medal. Like, you get a gold so, medal. <laughs> that's why it's a bit of a strange sport, right? Like, how do you compare him swimming in eight, 10 events per Olympics to a Usain Bolt, who is a ridiculous athlete who runs mm-hmm. two to three events, right? It's just yeah. very different versus like Michael Jordan playing in Olympic basketball, who has one, you know, you played one medal, seven, seven games, and there's one medal, right? Plays the same yeah. amount of times as Michael Phelps, but there's one medal versus eight. So I think Phelps is in a conversation just because he is like the most ridiculous thing we've seen in his sport ever. And he has all these records. Same as Usain Bolt. Crazy athlete. Could he be good at other sports? I don't know. But like <laughs> his world records still stand. No one's yeah, beating him. And there's, a, and there's a guy with a mindset that once he started winning, like he'd never lost. And I'm sure... I know he lost races and I don't think he won every world championship race, but I mean, he won every Olympic for, was it 12 years? No, not so, nine, or three, three Olympics in a row, right? Was it three in a row? I'll, cor- I'll correct you on that. He okay. won eight Olympic golds, three consecutive for 100 and 200 meters. 
won nine Olympic golds. He got one. He got one taken away because one of the guys on his relay team, I think, uh, got like something. Something happened. Got taken away years later. All right. Is that is that he true won. or is that? I believe that's accurate. I think he won nine, I, and then then one ended up being taken away. Sorry, I'll let you speak. He won eleven world championships, and he won from two thousand nine to two thousand fifteen. He won every world championship for hundred meter and two hundred meter, and the only wow. the and four by one. The only one he lost was a false start in the hundred meter in two thousand eleven, from two thousand nine to two thousand fifteen. Wow. So Crazy. I don't, and when you look at that sport, like, is there any more penalizing sport for a race? So you're in the 100 meter final. If you fall start, if you fall start, it's not like it's a warning. You get kicked out of the race. It, it, it's crazy, hey? It's insane. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's like a strikeout in baseball, you get thrown out of the game. It's like the same yeah. thing. Yeah. They, it's just moving back like a meter. Yeah, that, you know, hey, <laughs> that'd like, be good. Yeah, you know, let him run the let, let him run the race, but the red let him run the race, but moving back one meter or something. Every false start, you move back a meter. That'd be good. And he still yeah. holds. He, I think he got these in like two thousand. I don't know the year. Two thousand fourteen, two thousand sixteen, or something. Uh, the hundred meter world record nine point five eight still stands. Two hundred meter record nineteen point one nine. Still stands. That's crazy to hold both of those. I, I've, like, crazy. I feel like that is an uh, unbelievable thing to hold both of those world records. I don't know if that if anybody's ever had both of them at the same time before. Like, uh, I don't know that, but but it feels it crazy because it feels like you're training two different ways for two different things. I realize yeah. they're both sprints, but I mean, a 200 sprint. There's a reason why 200 sprinters and 100 sprinters. Like, sometimes they do, but I mean, there's a reason why they're often different people. And they are very different people, like, right? The 100 meter sprinters are like bulkier dudes with big legs, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas the 200 meter sprinters are usually thinner guys, more longevity. My, Michael yeah, Johnson yeah. was the only one, and he did it in the 200 meter and the 400 meter to win a gold. Yes, yeah. the gold shoes. Two and four, the gold right. shoes. Right. Right. I remember him. Um, and then I think we need to just talk about Wayne Gretzky for a few minutes. Like yeah, I think he deserves it. So like most most goals ever, eight ninety four. Most goals in a season, eighty seven. When you look at his, <laughs> so he played in fourteen hundred eighty five games. He averaged one point nine two points per game in his career. He averaged two points in his career. Uh, two points per game in his career. That's insane. Great. So. Most assists ever, nineteen sixty-two. Most assists in the play, uh, including the playoffs, twenty-two, twenty-two. Most assists in one season, one hundred and sixty-three. One hundred and sixty-three. That's two per game. Yeah. Plus, plus eighty goals. It's ridiculous. Oh. Most points in a yeah. season, two fifteen. Most points in his career, twenty-eight fifty-six. So, when you talk about points, so he had two thousand eight hundred fifty-six points in his career. The next best was a thousand and six behind at eighteen fifty. Crazy. He won nine league MVPs. He won eight straight, 
eight straight you know, it's, league MVPs. It's crazy that they kept giving him MVPs. Because in basketball, <laughs> right? at some they point, don't do it. It's a, yeah. like, like Jordan should have been MVP 10 times. Maybe not totally. 10, but you know, close to that. But the, you know, like, I'll give it to Barkley one year. I will give it to Malone. I'll, you know, like, yeah. But they just kept giving it to him. He was that much better. They're just like, ah, oh, now we got to keep giving it to him. Like, it would be that embarrassing not giving it to him this year. So that's a good point that you brought up, Vin, because that's the most MVPs in any North American sports profession, uh, league. Nine. Wow. Wow. So you're right. The other leagues, like we've seen great players like Michael Jordan, LeBron, that they just don't give it to every year. Yeah. He only won the playoff MVP twice. And he won four Stanley Cups, one Olympic gold. But like those season stats, <laughs> talk about a guy that comes to play every single game <laughs> in a long 80-game season. It's ridiculous. That, that's crazy. It's crazy. Like there's no, there's no other sport with somebody that has that dominant numbers. No, 100%. Like, like obviously Jordan's not. Obviously, Babe Ruth's not. Um, like, you know, obviously, nobody in soccer is. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody with with more dominant numbers in a team in a team sport, but I I don't know of it. Maybe you know what the other <laughs> like. I know we don't want to talk about Don Bradman, but it's pretty dominant. <laughs> he so okay so really quickly, he he averaged so in in cricket you're tr- like there's like hundreds of runs in a game. He averaged between 99 and 102. I've seen the stat differently. Runs per game himself. Like that's how many he scored. The next best averaged 72. So, so like he's 30, he's, he's 30 more than the next best, which, which is, I think, as dominant as some of those Gretzky numbers. Sorry, we yeah. don't need to talk about cricket anymore, but it's, it's crazy the, what he did. Okay. What sorry. years that's did it. he play? That's my last. Uh, I, I don't know that. Was he like a fifties guy? Say, no, I want to say it was um, before that. Even like my guess is it's even before that, in like forties, fifties kind of thing. Okay, but but I don't know that. Like I uh, I didn't watch many of his games. No, uh, you haven't no, watched the game no. tape with Dad. No, no, no. Dad, Dad had a bunch of VHSs. Oh man, yeah, we used to listen to it in the car. So, so for for those of you who don't know, my dad's Aust- our dad is Australian, and and uh, he used to rave to us about Don Bradman. So that's why we know about him. And uh, and we used to like we literally used to listen to his audio tapes in the car, and his <laughs> like it was just like his life story. And you know, he was talking about him going on a train and drinking tea with this lady. Like it was it was uh, it was pretty awesome actually. Not at not at the time, but it is now. <laughs> I think before we get into the top three who we think are the competitors. I think we needed to just mention Roger Federer and what he's done for his sport. His stats are ridiculous. He <laughs> Tennis is a really cool sport that I, I wish I appreciated more and I wish I watched more. It's just, I don't know. It's a long, it's a long one-on-one battle that is a lot of the same and I, I just never grew up playing it. But like looking at Roger Federer, First in Grand Slam wins in tw- at 20. He's been to 31 finals in Grand Slams, which is crazy. He's won eight Wimbledons, which is number one. But then you look at like 
So there's another guy that I never even really knew in the, I think he was in the seventies and eighties, Jimmy Connors, who. <laughs> wow. I, I can't believe that, that you're thinking you of him as greatest athlete of all time. Like I, I don't think of him as, as one Jimmy Connors. Well, I don't know if he's the greatest athlete of all time, but I, I'm saying it hurts Roger Federer. Oh, why is that? Okay, go for it. Tell me why. Because he, um, has he's won more matches, and he's had more tournament wins than Roger Federer. He's the only person. So Roger Federer has 103 tournament wins. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Connors has 109. Hmm. So I think that doesn't mean anything. I think. I think back you then he probably you're probably just playing tournaments every week, or like you know you're probably going from tournament to tournament. But how many majors did he win? I think that's all that matters. I think he won thirteen, if I remember correctly. Thirteen. Oh, okay. So I mean, so he's up. So he's up there, but he's so he's in the top like eight tennis players of all time, maybe five or six tennis players of yeah. all time. Yeah. But he's not a he's not Federer. He's not he's not Nadal. He's not Sampras. Like he's after those guys. I don't. No, I don't think he's even. He's probably Joker after. Like, he's probably after Rod Laver. I don't like. I, I don't, I don't know. know. But he's definitely after okay. Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, and Sampras. The only reason I mention okay. him is because he's first in those two categories, and I had never heard. I heard of him before. I looked right. him up today. <laughs> anyway, I think Roger Federer de- deserves a mention. I think he's probably the greatest tennis player of all time. I don't follow tennis yeah. a lot. Uh, but like how dominant he's been. He won five Wimbledons in a row. Crazy. That's insane. I don't know if anyone's it's more crazy. than one, yeah. like three in a row. Wow. Anyway, yeah, I, right. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's one other, one other that, um, like, do you just discount this guy because it's a machine, not a, like doing the work? Do you, Michael Schumacher? Is he discounted off this list? Um, I don't know a lot about. Is he? He's Formula One. Yeah. I don't. So, if anyone hasn't watched the Formula One show on Netflix, highly, highly recommend. I am not a racing fan at all, nor would I ever sit down and watch a long Formula One race on TV. But that documentary, I don't know, Carl and Vinny, if you guys have watched it. So good, mm. addicting. Just, just a little good. bit, a lot of it. Oh yeah, it's so good. So they just released the second season maybe a few weeks ago, and I watched the entire second season in two nights. It was it's so good. <laughs> really, <laughs> I think it's only like eight episodes, so it's like I don't know forty yeah. minutes time. So it's whatever that is two yeah. uh, two and a half hours a night. But it was great. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need to get into stats, I guess. But but is he? But I mean, like he should be on the list. Like it's a sport. I mean, whether it's whether it's my sport or not, or your sport or not, like, like I guess it's a sport. I mean, the, so the interesting thing I learned about watching that sport in, or watching that documentary in for, uh, Formula One is the team that you drive for makes a complete difference. The best driver in the world mm, on yeah. a fourth, fourth to eighth team will never win. Right. The top four teams just have so much more money, spend so much more on their car that their car is way better than everyone else's car. So right now in, in, in this show in 2019 for the last season of this documentary, Mercedes, Ferrari are ahead of everyone else 
the Red Bull team is close and the Renault team, like there's four cars out of 20 that race every week that have a chance mm-hmm. at winning as long as they don't crash <laughs> because the cars are better. Yeah. So it's difficult. I, I, I don't know much about Michael Schumacher, nor do I know much about the sport. But in watching this documentary, the sense that I get is there's such an advantage of being with a better team. Like whether you're drafted to the Seattle Seahawks or you know the Pittsburgh Steelers or whoever, you still like are working with a group of humans. Whereas like the actual car makes a huge difference in that sport. Yeah. But anyway, tell tell me about Michael Schumacher because I I don't know a ton about him. No, st- I don't really know stats, but I know he dominated the sport for for years. So I didn't look up stats. I didn't even have him on my list. But when we started talking about tennis, we're talking we're talking about Europeans pretty much. And so so I was thinking, well, like you know, then is Michael Schumacher on this list? So that that's why that's the only reason I I brought him up. I like I mean what he's what he did and the records that he has are, are amazing. But I I don't know. I don't know what they are. Carl might be able to look them up, but I don't know what they are. So Lewis Hamilton drives from Mercedes. Yeah. He's the best Formula yeah. One driver right now. He's won yeah. six of the yeah. last seven world championships. Hmm. Wow. But again, like best driver in the sport and in the show, they make that pretty clear. But at the same time, like his partner, who is not one of the best drivers in the sport, also finishes like in the top five in the world championship rankings because his car is better than everyone else. Right. Anyway, I don't want to discredit Michael Schumacher. I don't know anything about him. But yeah. Okay. I want to like, I want to talk about top three. Okay. You want to talk about Tiger Woods. So let's talk about Tiger Woods. Well, so let's talk about LeBron James first. Sure. Okay. Because Stats-wise, it doesn't really match up to Michael Jordan. Physicality-wise, far ahead of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, they're difficult to compare, right? They played in different generations. He is, like, by far, probably by far the most ridiculous human I've ever seen do anything. Like, it looks like yeah. he's playing against small children. It looks like me playing yeah. against your kid, Vinny. Like me playing one on one against Nate. Nate's nine. I'm thirty one. It's just a he's he's different. Yeah. It makes like it makes no sense a lot of the things that he's that he does, and I've never seen any other person ever do those things. So athletic yeah. wise, if you're talking about physical athleticism, I can't confidently say one person ever born on this earth has been a better physical athlete than LeBron James ever. Yep. I would agree with that. Carl? The greatest physical specimen of all time. All time. Mm-hmm. And so obviously then there's the winning thing that we talk about in this greatest athlete of all time. NBA championship. I think he's, he's been yeah. to eight. He went to eight in a row. That is wild. Yeah. That's, a, that's crazy. Has anyone else been yep. to eight in a row? I don't, maybe uh, Bill Russell. No. Back in the day, yeah. Uh, what, what, 
Didn't the Celtics the win Celtics like were going 10 out of 11 or something? Yeah, so someone maybe, they might have lost one in the middle. So, yeah. so they might have. But they were yeah. they were uh, winning almost. Yeah, I don't know how many. Uh, he might have won 10, 10 or 11 championships. Bill right. Russell. But, but you're right. And what LeBron's done, and, and I think winning, I think the championships is a hard one to do. I think it's hard to discredit him for not winning these championships because, because Jordan never won until he got Pippen. And, and LeBron has gone to the finals so many times without anybody. And I shouldn't say he's gone to the finals so many times without anybody, but he's gone to the finals without anybody. And, uh, and I mean, he did it twice in Cleveland. His first, the first championship they lost uh, in Cleveland when he, before he went to Miami. Um, obviously, he went with nobody. And then, and then, this la- and then I think the first one, um, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were injured. I think Kyrie played in the playoffs until the final. But, but I mean, like, what he was doing on his own was, was amazing. And even, like, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, are, they're not Pippen and Rodman. So... <laughs> So even though they, he had those guys, and, and I mean, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh are not Pippen and Rodman either. So like, I think I it's hard to discredit him because he hasn't won championships uh, because like, he's never had anybody like Jordan had. Those two guys, like Carl, I want your input on this too, mm-hmm. but those two guys, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, were both superstars in the league. They're both first team, all, like they're both all-stars in the league, right? Yeah. Multiple all stars. Tell me if I, tell me if I'm wrong. Both of those guys are superstars. Yeah, they're both so all stars, like, and they're both. But they were never like Pippen at one time was the second best player in the league. Like Dwayne Wade might Dwayne, have been a, like Dwayne Wade was a top ten player in the league for his whole career. Dwayne Wade is a top five player in the league for a few years, probably. When Dwayne Wade didn't have LeBron, he didn't make the playoffs. Like I, I don't know what else. Like I don't know how else you can like he he scored well, he was a great player, he was a Kyrie Irving like he was better than Kyrie Irving, because he did it consistently every single year. Right, like like when when could he have ever, ever led a team by himself? Like his first championship, Shaq was was the MVP. He got the MVP of the finals. I know that, and he was unbelievable in the finals, but. And and I, I feel like I'm discrediting Dwayne Wade. Like he's amazing. He was a top ten player in the year. He was a top ten player in the league for his whole career. Like maybe not his rookie season, but you know, for almost his whole career, he was a top ten player in the league. And maybe not his last season, but so so like that's an amazing player. But he's he was not Scottie Pippen. And Chris okay. Bosh was a great player, but once he got to the once he got to the uh, heat, like he was a little bit lost, and mm-hmm. and the skills that he had never got to be never got used properly because he wasn't yeah. like the right player in that system. Whereas they had, whereas the Bulls had the perfect guy in Dennis Rodman, because yeah. they they could let the other guys handle the ball and he would just do all the dirty work. Like they, the Heat needed needed Chris Bosh to be a Dennis Rodman, and uh, like that's just not who he is. Mm-hmm. So I think he, LeBron has never had players until now. Like I think now he has a second player that's that's close to being like Scottie Pippen or maybe even better. Like Anthony Davis might be a top five player in the league. Probably is that right? 
Oh yeah, right now for sure. Maybe he's not two. Maybe I'd yeah, top yeah, five. Okay, like maybe he's not two, but yeah, okay. There's a like well, if you how many times compared- was Dwayne Wade? Hey Carl, do you mind checking how many times was Dwayne Wade first team all in? Sure. You might prove me wrong here. If, if they say he was a 10-time first-team All-NBA, I'm going to look oh. like an idiot here. But, but cause I, didn't, I, never, I didn't look that up. Maybe just look up like first, second, or third-team All-NBA. I'm sure he was in the first... I'm sure he was first, second, or third like for 10, at least 10 times. Yeah, but if you compare that to Scottie Pippen, they're probably pretty equal in terms of their like rankings in first, second, third-team All-NBA. Yeah, but I feel like, right, like first Pippen, team all yeah. NBA. First team all NBA is the top person in your position in the league, right? It's five people. Yeah. So he played. What did he play? Shooting guard. What was his position? Shooting guard. So the best yeah. players in the league like, are usually shooting guards or small forwards, right? Yeah, like the best, like often the best scorers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Wade made All NBA team six times. Between all of them, how many? Any All NBA team? Uh, let's see. First team. first team, one, two, so two, and then look. Yeah, two first teams. Two. Look at Scotty. Look at Scotty. Compare Scotty. <clears throat> oh man, here it is. <laughs> is. This what it comes down to? Hey, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just like, yeah. Dwayne was legit, man. Yeah. Okay, but the biggest knock that I think on LeBron is that first championship when he played for Miami. So that first championship when he was in Miami against against Dallas, like yeah. he was he was not that good. And you might look at his stats and they might actually end up being pretty good, but but uh, I remember like he was missing yeah, he was missing shots at the end of the game and like he was not that good. Jordan never had a final like that. Like obviously, obviously he never had a final like that. But so that's you know that was where LeBron. I, I don't know what, like I don't know what happened that year. I think they were up in the series and then they kind of fell apart. And um, but uh, what, that's the one thing against against LeBron. Like they should have won that one. And Jordan, if it was Jordan, he would have won. So so that's the thing. That like against. Okay, I want to hear this. Scotty Scotty Pippen was a uh, first team three times, a second team twice, and third team twice. So oh, you're wow. seven. okay, I guess they're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> So that LeBron year, 2011 against the Mavs, I think that is like, that's a, I think that's a big point in his career. Yeah. Comparatively, we're, com- again, like, we're not comparing him to like other NBA players. We're comparing him to the best player of all time, the best athlete right. of all time, Michael Jordan. It's yeah. one, the top human being of all time in athletics. That's what we're comparing to. We're not comparing him to others. He averaged 17.8 points a game in that NBA Finals. Michael Jordan never scored less than 20 in an NBA Finals game. Yeah. Michael Jordan was 6 for 6 in the NBA Finals. LeBron James is 3 for 8. You can talk about his team all you want. Physical athleticism, LeBron James is way higher. But all the other factors that we talked about at the beginning, winning competitiveness, like will to win, work ethic, all those other things, I think Michael Jordan wins. I, I agree with all that. And I, and I don't, like I'm not in any way saying LeBron is, uh, is, 
is better than Jordan or he's a number one. But I'm just saying like from what you hear people say, I think he's a closer number two than what people think. And because like when he got into the league, he was on terrible teams and, mm-hmm. and he started getting teams close with, with much less than Jordan did. And it took Jordan a while. Like obviously once Jordan figured it out, nobody ever could stop him. He just was never, nobody could stop him for, for six years, you know, like minus a midlife crisis. He like, he was un, absolutely unstoppable. And, and like, you know, so pretty much eight years. So pretty much for eight but years, he was unstoppable. Jordan went to a team Sorry? that didn't like Jordan went to a city and a team that did not give a shit about basketball. Right. Yeah. They were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't they talking about moving the team? Like the team sucked. No one went to the games. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But I, but I think LeBron, LeBron did more with less. Although I guess maybe that's not fair to say because Jordan was playing against the Celtics and the Pistons. So maybe that's not a fair, fair argument to say. And LeBron was, you know, like he was play, playing in a pretty weak East at that time. Mm-hmm. But what LeBron has done, like just the fact that he's getting to the final all the time, like it's like, mm-hmm. it is like, it's amazing. And, and I do feel like his teams are not as strong as Jordan's teams. Yeah. I want Whether they're that. not put together as well or. He, do you, so on that note, like whose fault is that? Cause when you have a guy like Michael Jordan, it seemed in watching this documentary, it seemed like Jerry Krause, although he was an absolute nut, nut job, absolute crazy person. Yeah. It seemed like he did a really good job in just like supporting cast, figuring out who needs to be around this crazy human that is going to win championships to make this happen. Whose fault is yeah. that for LeBron? Like LeBron was an absolute specimen since he was 12 years old. Everyone knew he was going to be one of the best NBA players of all time in high school. Yeah. So like, why is that not more of a concern for management? Why are we not spending more money to win more champ to get this guy eight championships? LeBron never had a Phil Jackson. Yeah, like I think one of the... Yeah. Is it a, and and is he was in Cle- Cleveland. Well, he was yeah. in Cleveland, and and the and the owner is crazy, and no and nobody likes him, and so um, like I think so. I mean I, I don't know, but then also LeBron just like bounced around, like he's like he's he's kind of bounced around. He got to Miami, and they had to start something new, and it took them a year, and then he and they bounced back to bounced back to Cleveland, and he had to try to start something new, and it took them a year, and then they won in their second year, right? Is there the second yeah, year? Second year, and then. Uh, yeah, and now and then he bounced to LA, and he had a first tough first year, and and so like he's never been able to have that consistent dominance, um, the way Jordan did, and I think the continuity probably had something has something to do with it, and maybe it's because he was in Cleveland, and he felt like it can never happen in Cleveland. It's such a dysfunctional like situation at the top that that I have to leave, and maybe that's what it was, and maybe. Maybe with Jordan, he felt like, you know what, whether I like these guys or not in management, they're putting together the right pieces and I'm happy to, st- I'm happy to stick around. And, um, but, but, and maybe just Jordan is just mentally better. Like maybe he's just mentally tougher and he's able to will teams to victory when LeBron couldn't. And LeBron was able to get his teams there and not will them to victory. It's interesting watching this documentary recently on Jordan that, um, 
who was their coach before? Doug Collins, right? Prior to yeah. prior to Phil. And <laughs> when Doug got fired, Jordan was pissed. Jordan's like, yeah. I don't get along with Phil. Doug and I get along really well. He understands me. And then eight years later, whatever, how many, however many years later, it's the exact same conversation. If, if Phil, if Phil's leaving, I'm leaving. I'm not signing. I'm not coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. I don't know if that's a loyalty yeah. thing or just like they won six championships. So he's like, this is, this is the way it's going to be, or I'm, I'm done, kind of thing, or what? But yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny how that like turned really quickly. How he was like, I don't like Phil. Phil is not my style. I like Doug. Doug is my guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can see how that would be hard, though. Like, Phil came in and said, you need to give up the ball. Right. Like, okay, you're scoring 37 points a game last year. You're not going to score that this year because we're going to play the triangle offense. And trust me, you have to trust me that it's going to help us win a championship. And yeah. uh, you're going to score less. It's going to take a while. They didn't, I don't think they won their first year with Phil, right? It was their second year? Yeah. And uh, and he's like, you just have to trust me. It's going to help us they win. Lost, they lost to Detroit in the Eastern Conference Final. The first right, year. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who's your top three? My top three. You have M- okay, so MJ and LeBron. I've got I've got Jordan is one, Pele is two. Wow. Jordan okay. one, Pele two. Again and with then, soccer, and- like it's really difficult to understand how good these people were, especially when we can't see them play. Pele played what in the fifties yeah. and sixties? Like we can't, they're 60s and whatever it was, 60s or something. We can't see them play. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to look back at stats and understand how good a soccer player was based on stats because there isn't that much. Anyway, um, I, I want to hear your argument for Pele being in the top three. Like, I think it's probably just more from what, what you hear that it was amazing. And he was amazing. He won three World Cup championships. He changed, um, he changed the way soccer was played. Um, and, and, uh, and he's the best player in the best sport in the world, like, or the most, he's the best player ever in the most competitive sport in the world. And, and like, how do you, who, who can you rank ahead of him? I mean, I can rank Jordan ahead of him because, because of how dominant he was. And a lot of that's emotional. And a lot of that is is the, when he did it and he did it from the time I was like 10 to the time I was 18. And, and so like, you know, every championship I, I watched and when I was 10, I couldn't believe what, what he was doing. And, um, but, but Pele is the best player ever. And I think on most lists, like you'll see him as the best player ever in the most competitive sport in the world. And he, and he helped change the game. Like, I, like, I don't know a lot about soccer and a soccer guy might, might tell us a little bit differently, but, but at that time, like it was a really just like, like kind of like slow team pass like passing game and they changed it to be like more up tempo and it and it was like him and his teams that did that and um and so changing the game and and then i think i would put i think i would put babe ruth and gretzky in in next and uh and i don't know what order i think i put babe ruth and then gretzky but maybe gretzky and then babe ruth i don't know so a couple things about pele i want to say like he was a Goal scorer. He scored a lot of goals. So he scored a goal in almost every single game he played, which is crazy. It's wild. I understand. I don't know what the competition level is like in 19, 
61. I have no clue. It was 35 years before I was born. But like some stats. So he played... But it was the most competitive sport in the world. So like, I don't know what the competition was like either, but it was the most competitive sport in the world. Okay. So he played 1,363 professional games. He scored 1,281 goals. He played 114 games for Brazil, scored 95 goals. He won three World Cups, which is wild. But I don't know if you saw this. He did not play in the second one. He got injured in the second game of the second World Cup. and Uh, didn't. Okay, yeah. He didn't play the rest of the World Cup. So in World Cups that he actually made a difference, he won two. Which is still insane. Like, crazy. Yeah. He's the only one to have two. Yeah. It's really cool. So still two is the best in the world. But I mentioned this earlier. He was born in the best soccer country in the world, right? Like, it's a little bit of luck. If he was born in Trinidad and Tobago, he's not winning three World Cups. Doesn't matter how good he is. So soccer is a weird sport that way. Same as like Lionel yeah. Messi. Argentina yeah. if, always if somewhat good. If at Messi's soccer, born in Brazil, maybe he has two World Cups. Maybe he has seven. Like if Messi had been playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would be that'd be difficult, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I agree. I like I don't know a lot about Pele. I've always heard I've heard the myths of Pele. Like he's, you know, yep. obviously. A lot of and, what I know is just the myth as well. His goal stats back it up. The I was the only disappointment from my stat research today was he was injured in his second and he didn't play other than one and a half games. And and he's not the leader the world in World Cup goals either. Like I want to say he's in the top ten, but he's not. Um, like he's not right up there in the top one or two. Not totally sure. Okay, so you yeah, you can you can fact check that. I don't know exactly. He's no, he's number there. five. So in the top five, okay. Okay, so <laughs> there's one person we have not talked about, and I don't know. How. I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's it's comical. You don't have him in your <laughs> okay, top go. five. He's not in your top five. Well, I I've only given you four. Okay, so right? what number is he? Yeah, like he's right in there. So, okay, so my only knock on him, and like I'll let you, I'll let you speak because the things that he did were amazing. Is he's not the best to ever play his sport, and and um, and he like he changed the sport, which is which is I think it, like in this conversation, which puts him in this conversation. Um, obviously, the way he played the sport puts him in the conversation. The athleticism puts him in the conversation, um, but. But he's the second best ever to play his sport, Disagree. and um, and he went into a sport that was not as com- not the most co- one of the most competitive sports in the world at the time, and and he's completely changed it so it's a different sport now. So that puts him up there. But it was not the most competitive sport in the world at the time, and he changed it. And he was playing against people that were not like ready for him. And if he was playing today, he would be not be playing. He would not be doing the same thing that he. So, so, so sorry. If he was playing today okay, sorry. in his peak, if he was playing today so, in his sorry. peak, he'd still be. Sorry, who who are you talking crazy. about? Are you talking about the greatest golfer in the world? I'm talking about the. Are you greatest talking about golfer. Jack or Tiger? I'm talking about okay. Jack or Tiger? Okay, so <laughs> go. I'll let you talk. I'll let you go now. <laughs> okay. Do you even know how to spell his first name? Yeah. Uh, like spell oh. it? No. 
I know what his I know what his first name is though. <laughs> Google it right now. Yeah, I know it's Eldrick. <laughs> yeah. So there's a few reasons why he's 100 the best golfer of all time, and I'd say 100 okay. arguably in the conversation for best athlete of all time. His okay. so his stats. I don't know if did you spend any time researching him today or no? I hope you didn't. I did not. No. Okay. Because no, so a lot you, of this. So you're you know, gonna you're gonna blow me away. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, there's some comparisons to Jack. Jack uh, won 18 majors. Yes, that is the only reason you're saying he's the best is because he won 18 majors. But also you're putting... Remember that you're putting LeBron James in your top three, who is by far LeBron's not, not in my top. LeBron's not in my top. LeBron is Holy close at, after, after that top five. So, oh, sorry. Okay. But that discredits you right there. Um, okay, so I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff out there. So majors, he's number two. He's won 15 majors. He's second place. Uh, most PGA Tour wins. He's tied for number one. His win percentage on the PGA Tour, do you have any idea how much better it is than number two? I don't know. So Jack has won 73 tournaments on the PGA Tour. Sam Snead is tied for number one. He won 82. Tiger Woods also has won 82. Sam Snead's win percentage, he won 82 tournaments out of playing 585. That's 14%. Tiger Woods' win percentage, 82 out of 359, is 22.8%. Yeah, that's, that's, almost, that's amazing. That's almost double. Yeah. So he's winning almost double every tournament he plays than number two. It's ridiculous. In <laughs> so these are some ridiculous stats, Vinny. Yeah, uh, no, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Oh, for just it. wait. <laughs> yeah, okay. In 26, 2006 to two thousand seven, he won seven consecutive PGA tournaments. That is insanity. Yeah. It is extremely hard to win a PGA tournament. He won seven in a row. Yeah. He also won six in a row, which is number one and two in best consecutive tournament wins in history from 99 to 2000. He won six in a row. So he's number one and two in that, in that record. He went 142 tournaments in a row. So remember, he's only played 359 tournaments. So 142 is like more than a third. He won 142 tournaments in a row without missing a cut. That is ridiculously by far better than anyone else. Jack is number two at 105. 142 yeah. tournaments without missing a cut. Yeah. I'm going to actually comprehend how ridiculous these numbers are because they're <laughs> stupid good. So yeah. he had two different periods in his career that he was number one in the world consecutively for five more years, like five plus years. So from 2005 to 2010, he was number one in the world for 281 weeks. 
he had another spurt of 264 weeks in the uh, where he was number one in the world from 99 to 2004. So wow. <laughs> he's, he's played on the PGA Tour for 20, like 23 years or something like that. 22 or 23 years. He's been number one in the world for 11 of those 23 years. Going into the final round in a major with a share of the lead, he's 14 and one. Going into the final round of a PGA event with a share of the lead, he's 55 and four. With a lead, with a lead going into the final round of a PGA event, he's 44 and two. It's a 93. 93% win rate when he's tied for the lead or, or win. Do you have, I want you to guess what the PGA average is of going into the final round with a share of the lead. What is the PGA average? His, his win rate going into the final round of a PGA tournament is 93.2%. What do you think the PGA it's, average it's is? It's in the 20s. It's in the, is it in the 20% range? It's 44%. So it's better, okay. than, better than double. Okay. He has the lowest career scoring average in PGA Tour history. Yeah. He has the lowest single season scoring average, obviously. He's been the PGA Tour Player of the Year 11 times. Guess how many times Jack Nicholas was the PGA Tour Player of the Year? I'll tell you. How many times was Jack the PGA Tour Player of the Year? Five. Five. Tiger Woods five 11 times. times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PGA, not that money matters a lot in this conversation, but PGA money leading uh, in earnings in a year. Jack was eight times the the leader. Tiger's 10. Tiger is the only player in golf history. This is... <laughs> this is going to be a good one. <laughs> Carl, this is probably the best stat we have. Here we go. The only player in PGA history in golf history to win all four majors in a row. You know what they call that? Do you have... Just guess what they call it. They call it the fucking Mm. Tiger Slam. (laughs) He named the Tiger Slam all four majors in a row. He got to... Serena Williams did that. So... So again, he has the most PGA. So this is another stupid stat that no one knows about. He's won 41 tournaments on the European tour that don't count towards the PGA tour wins. He's won 82 tournaments on the PGA tour plus 41 on the European tour. He, he got to 82 wins. So he's tied for the PGA tour win record with Sam Snead. He got to 82 wins. Nine years earlier than Sam Snead. Sam Snead was 53 when he got to 82. Tiger Woods is 42. Uh, sorry. Sam Snead was 51. Tiger Woods is 42. Well, okay. So I would put him number one in uh, golf players over Jack now. I, I didn't know those stats. <laughs> so I haven't studied, um, I haven't studied Tiger stats. Tell me what but was I the struggle to put him. I want to hear what was the What's craziest. That, but, what was the craziest thing you yeah, just heard? Like they're they're all crazy. 
I think just like it's the number of wins. It's the number. It's the it's the uh, two times five years at number one. Like that That's consistency insane. is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. But does he get knocked down because of his um, meltdown? Does he like? Does it knock him down at all? Or I, honestly, I think it makes him better. Yeah. How does that? So, so, because Jordan had a meltdown too. So is that like? Does it just equate to Jordan's meltdown? Like Jordan's was different. Like, he didn't get in trouble. He he just went and decided he was going to play baseball. But it was kind of a similar thing. Like he was just burnt out, kind of having a midlife crisis. I'm going to try something different. I think it's the overcoming adversity thing. Like, honestly, man, like, I don't know if anyone in Tiger's shoes has ever been what through what Tiger went through, right? Like, sure, he put himself there, 100%. He made some <laughs> very, very poor life choices. But at the same time, like, media and players and golf and everyone in the world is telling him he's a terrible human being, right? Yeah. Yeah, And a couple of years later, he just comes out of it and he's like, screw you guys. I'm going to be the best again. I don't care. Yeah. He fell He fell to like 1600th ranked golfer in the world. <laughs> wow. And then he climbed back up to six. Hmm. That's wild, Vinny. He won the Masters last year. He was 41. So are his are his numbers more dominant than Gretzky's numbers? So again, it comes down to a little bit of like bias, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And you like golf, and so I don't know hockey that well. Yeah, I don't appreciate hockey for all that it. I'm sure it's a very difficult sport. I don't appreciate it the way that it should be appreciated by someone who's played it for 25 years. A real hockey guy. Absolutely. Yep. And and I'm the same way. And, and, uh, and I can, I I can appreciate what he did. I play golf a lot. I have no idea what this sport is about. I am completely lost out there. No idea. I'm like a somewhat athletic human being. I can't figure this shit out. Makes no sense to me. Can't hit it straight. If I want to hit it right, it goes left. If I want to hit it left, it goes right. Makes no sense to me. This guy was number one in the world in his career for over 13 years. Yeah. So, talk so where are you putting him then? Okay, so, okay, so where are you putting him on your list then? Where are you, in intimidation where are you factor, he is by far number one. In so intimidation factor? 100,000%. I don't think anyone has been even close to him. And no, what about you saying Bolt? Maybe it's what about because Usain it's Bolt? Sport? like in a, yeah, an individual sport's different, right? Like like you saying Bolt and Phelps and even Roger Federer, like Roger Federer went, did you say it was five Wimbledon five Wimbledons in a row? Like people must yeah. have been going into those tournaments thinking we're playing for number two. Like even even Nadal and even like, you know, those guys in the back of their mind they're thinking, you know, we're not we're not beating this guy on grass. I think it was different. I think tennis was different because there was only, there was like three guys that could win every tournament. Tennis is a weird sport, hey? Where like, where like in golf, it's one, it's one against 143. 
Whereas tennis, it's like one-on-one. So it's like yeah. always a mental battle one-on-one versus other people who you know are not as good as you. Whereas right, golf... Right. So you're always getting to the quarterfinal. Like you're kind of always, always like in that... Yeah. Time. Yeah. You know what? I, I, wrote, I wrote this down. I want to mention it because it's crazy. Federer's win percentage. Do you have any guess what it is? In his like tournament... I'd love to hear it. 82.1%. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so back to, to Tiger. Where is he on your number on your uh, best athletes of all time? Like, he, like the way uh, you're talking about him, it sounds like he's number one. So I really, really respect Michael Jordan and everything that he did for basketball. I don't know if I could possibly pick one other person to be in the top two other than Tiger and Michael. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for not putting him ahead of MJ. Cause like if you put him ahead of MJ, I probably would have hung up, but, but okay. Like having him in it. In also, two I, I just want to comment at the same time that Michael Jordan was slightly before my time where I come like really right. appreciated watching sports. Right. Like his last year at the Bulls was 98. I was nine years old. Whereas right. Tiger, won the Masters last year. And I'm still seeing how unbelievably stupid good he is in his 40s, which is crazy. So he was like just starting to get good when I was eight, nine, whereas Michael was done his career at eight. Yeah. So a little different. I, I could not, I don't think I could come up with an argument that says Tiger's ahead of Michael, although I would put him in that conversation. Right. He, so like when you hear Phil Mickelson was by far his number one competitor for the last 25 years, by far. Yeah. Phil's won like 45 tournaments on the PGA tour. One, I don't know. I can't remember four to six majors. Very, very good golfer for a long period of time. Phil Mickelson says the only reason he has as much money as he has is because Tiger made golf cool. Yeah, but you can say that about a lot of these guys. Like you'd say that about Jordan. Like you know, the in uh, the Last Dance, there's a lot, to, a lot of talk about that, Pippen's contract, right? You, there's a lot of talk about Pippen's contract, and and the thing is, when Pippen signed his contract, it was a good contract for him, but but they didn't anticipate how much Jordan would have changed the game, and how much TV ratings were up, and how much the contracts seven years later were being were like just so inflated because of Jordan. Like all of that is because of Jordan. Like those those contracts, that Pippen contract of eighteen million over seven years or something like that. And if he would have signed it five years later, it would have been it would have been a hundred million over seven years. Okay, or, but or more. You, it would have been more. You mentioned the thing about like golf not being where the best athletes went in the seventies, eighties, nineties. Sure. Agree. Yeah. It was a lot of mediocre white dudes. Absolutely. But now, like the guys that are playing golf, the athletic humans like Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, like these guys are I agree with you. Ath- it's totally really those guys, guys are freaks. Yeah. But the only reason they chose to play golf is because Tiger made it cool. Yeah, I agree. But you could say that about anyway. MJ. You could you could say that about Gretzky. Like I'm sure you could say that about Pele. And like, although, although I guess you know soccer was so popular in Brazil anyway. But um, 
But you could say that about a lot of these guys. But you're right. Those are the guys, maybe, sorry, maybe not about a lot of these guys, but these are the guys that really are, are at the top of this list. Those guys that have changed everything. And, um, you know, the one guy, like obviously I talked about this at the start, the one guy that changed everything, and I think he changed it more than anybody's ever changed anything, is Jackie Robinson. And like he's not in my top five, but, but he's changed, he changed something more than anybody's ever changed anything. And other than that, you're right. MJ, Tiger, Gretzky, like those guys really changed their sport. The so like one of our friends, Mike Bell, plays on the Canadian tour, which is two levels down from the PGA tour. And the difference between like he didn't have a good season last year, but the difference between like a good guy on the P on the Canadian tour and the guy on a PGA tour that is like in the top hundred in a, every tournament is like one stroke. So I don't know a sport like golf is a stupid, crazy sport. I don't know a sport where the difference from like number 25 in the world to number 47,000 in the world is so small. It's so crazy. So like I, I give Tiger a lot of credit because I played a lot of golf and I understand how ridiculously hard the sport is and how much time must have been spent to be that consistent at this sport. But like the difference between those guys is so small. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's your top five? So you're going MJ and then Tiger. Is that right? MJ and Tiger. MJ then Tiger. Sorry, did you say? And MJ Tiger. It's based on a lot of things, right? Like I want to clarify that it's not based on physical athletic ability. Yeah, I I agree. Physical athletic ability, I'd probably put LeBron number one. I don't know anyone that's better. Yeah. But it's based on so many more things. It's based on winning, which Tiger and MJ are clearly the best at their sports. It's based on like competitiveness and like just absolute like I don't know what the terminology is, but like desire to win. Like I'm gonna win or else there's no other option. And then like I think there's a gap. I don't know who else is next, to be honest. Like I think Federer's up there in his sport. Because you're discounting people you didn't see. Is that what you're saying? You're not you're not including people you didn't see. Because Babe Ruth is up there. Well, I think I made that clear from the beginning. I can't okay. How do I comment on that? I've never watched them. I'm not spending thousands of hours a week trying to research these people and watch the black and white footage. I'm commenting yeah. on people that like, <laughs> I not understand how. Yeah. What? What are you comment? What are you laughing about? So the, uh, just you um, watching the black and white footage of Babe Ruth. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Like. There's somebody that I have to say that that we haven't talked about is Hank Aaron. Like we, I know we've, you know, we've kind of talked about everybody, and and uh, we're we're trying to get into your top five. But the fact that I missed talking about Hank Aaron is uh, is a huge mistake. So, so we don't need to get into his whole career. But um, but the fact that I missed, I didn't talk about him was a huge mistake because he maybe he's number two in baseball, and maybe he's number 
five overall or six. I'm not sure. But anyway, sorry, you finish your top five. What's that? What year did he, uh, did he finish in the 70s? In the like early set in the. It's hard like, to comment. I, I don't know. I don't know. That. Like, I've never seen them play. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. just hearing stories uh, from other people. So, yeah. so let's say greatest so, athletes of so, all time in the last 30 years. Okay. MJ and Tiger tied number one. Can't decide. Can't. LeBron number three. Then everyone else. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. So, if, so if we're saying last thirty years, I'm saying MJ, and then and then it's like Messi probably is is in there, and then and then Tiger, Gretzky, and LeBron. I like my only thing about Messi. I I've I've really enjoyed watching him. I don't watch him a lot, but like World Cups and stuff. Champions League. It's a weird sport where you can't dominate. Yeah. Like the domination. And my biggest thing is like it's the most competitive sport in the world. So it's gotta you gotta put those guys in there. Because the best athletes in the world are playing that sport. And I'm not saying like the best Canadian athletes and the best American athletes, but like if you're living in Argentina or Brazil or parts of Europe, like you're if you're only not playing soccer, if you're not good enough. So the guys who are playing other sports, it's only because they're not good enough at soccer. Like there's no other it. reason to play another sport. I get it. I just like, you have to stand out. Like you have to do something extremely special to be in the top five athletes of all time ever. So, so then. So, but you're then you're saying you just have to choose an easier sport. Like he should have just chosen an easier sport. If his goal in his life was to be on you and my list, to be on our list. If if he if he grew up saying I want to be on Denny and Vinny's list, I can't play soccer because I just have to choose an easier sport. Soccer's too hard. I can guarantee that Messi does not give a shit about Denny and Vinny's list. I don't know. He doesn't care. I'm pretty sure he grew. I'm pretty sure he grew up wanting wanting to make this list. I'm Googling right now Lionel Messi <laughs> yeah, yeah. at worth. And it's, oh, it's only $400 million. Yeah, he definitely doesn't care about this list. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Cristiano Ronaldo's double that. Though. Yeah. That's a guy that probably should be mentioned just because, like, he's a bit of a baby, so people don't um, appreciate him as much, yeah. but, like, She's yeah, he makes over a hundred million a year. <laughs> wow, I don't know. Not, not that money really means all that much, but like, yeah, he has a higher net worth than Messi. I I don't know. Soccer is a weird one because there's too many people on the field, and it's hard to. I don't know. Like, what stats do you compare people? How do you compare? How do you compare Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi? Do you look at goals? Do you look at a sit? Like, how do you compare them? That's a problem. Well, Whereas, I just like, think that, I just think that there's, there's golf. There's things. But that I think you can their compare. starting point, like you're starting them, you have to start them at a higher level because they've decided they made a decision to play the hardest sport in the world. 
and they made that decision and and they they said i'm going to go against the best and tiger said i'm going to be the best against these these other guys and same with you know same with gretzky and same with and part of that is just because of where they grew up it's not their fault like like you know gretzky may, if he decided he wanted to be a soccer player he probably could have been in like one of the best soccer players in the world because of the type of athlete that he is but but they're playing against 500 million people and you know these other guys they're playing against different like it's a different number and basketball is getting close but it's not there so why don't you so it's put just, it's just harder why do you put jordan why messi number one mm. yeah just <laughs> it's probably emotional it's probably emotional because jordan like you'd have the same criti- criticism of jordan as you do tiger or that i did of tiger that he stepped in when it wasn't as good and he completely changed it and he completely changed it and he and he totally dominated so you're right when he stepped in the league was not as good as it is now whereas in soccer like i mean i'm sure it's getting better and better it's always getting better but i mean they stepped into the most competitive sport and competitive league in the world i'm not a soccer fan even like like i don't dislike soccer like i love soccer but but I'm not a soccer guy. Like I don't even know any of these guys. I I can't say I've watched a, a Messi or Ronaldo game, other than in the World Cup or Euro Cup. But I Carl, think you have to. Talking? I think, I think something has to go into the fact that they decided to play the hardest sport in the world. There's one sport we haven't really talked about at all, and that is boxing. So like we haven't talked about Muhammad Ali or Floyd Mayweather. Ah, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once again, yeah. the thing with that is he was super early on. There's a different time in the world, right? So we never got to experience all that stuff. Yeah, the Muhammad Ali is a good one. But you're right. Like, I never, never saw him. And I like, and I'm just exactly. not like a boxing fan. <laughs> like, I've never. Yeah. But yeah, the way he, the way he changed, changed America was like you know he was a huge influence in america and hated mm-hmm. like when he was boxing he was hated for a time like he went to jail wasn't that during the vietnam war or whatever he was protesting it yeah yeah because yeah, he, he yeah 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 carl based on our arguments tonight i yeah. want you to pick your top three based on who the best argument was made for okay number one is michael jordan easily He's just just a winner. That demeanor, everything, dude. Well, I feel like he yeah, was in both same. you guys' top three lists too. No, he's well, both he was. Our top he was my number. There you go. I think uh, he was. T- he's tied one for me. There you go. Yeah. So MJ is my number one, and I think you guys made a great points about soccer just being so big and having such a big impact. I'd have to say Pele. I guess with everything he's done, and then my top. I don't know. Tiger Woods is my third guy. It's hard for me to give it to someone like Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps just because their sports are so niche. But mm-hmm. Tiger Woods changed golf completely. And there's no way golf would be anywhere close to where it is today if it wasn't for him. It wouldn't. And are, so you, and are you just not a baseball guy? Or do you? Or uh, is Babe Ruth, did he play too long ago that, that you're just not counting him? Fuck. I think it's just so long, man. 
<laughs> it's just so long ago. I just, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's fine. I'm not saying that you should count him. I'm just, I'm just wondering, did you not count him because you thought that it, what he did doesn't add up? Or do you, or did you just think like, it's just too long ago? I think he's, it, he's not counted in here. It's just too long ago. Like I was talking to Danny earlier today yeah. and like put like yeah. someone like Aaron Judge next to Babe Ruth. Just the, yeah. the whole, the whole game is completely different, you know? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Like golf. Like golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I disagree with that. I think if Tiger Woods is in his prime today, he has the exact same record. You think so? I think he's mentally tougher than everyone. I think he's created this sport and he's made the field much deeper, but I don't think yeah. people are competing with him. Still, eh? But- he was so he was but, so much better, man. But everyone's better now too. That's the thing. Everyone, the field is stronger for mm-hmm. sure, but people are not on that level. No one is on that level. No one's on that dominance level. People have spurts. People go through little spurts. Like Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka had his spurt in the last year and a half. Right. Jordan Spieth had his spurt for a year. Rory McIlroy's had his spurt for a couple of years. He was number one in the world from 99 to 2010 for 10 and a half years of those 11 years. That's insane, man. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, think, I just want to say that I'm, I'm not trying to say anything bad about anybody that we've spoken about or say like, like that's garbage. These guys don't belong here. <laughs> Um, and same with Tiger. Like, I'm not trying to say anything bad about him. Like, obvious. I think I think I have him in my top five or six. And and maybe it's because I don't put the same value on golf as you. And and I don't mean to not put value on golf. I just uh, I just maybe I just put more value in a team sport. I don't know. It's the hardest sport I've ever played by far. It's. Cr- like Vin, I don't know like how much time you spend on golf, but it is crazy. The better you get, the worse you get. I know that makes absolutely no sense, but the game of golf makes no sense. Yeah, literally. I think that's. Great. I think that. I think I that's know, man. every sport though. Like you say, it's the hardest sport. Like it's okay. It's just who you're competing against. Because you're just trying to win tournaments, right? Like, okay, if it's hard for you, it's hard for the guy beside you. You're just trying to win tournaments. Like, we're not judging, we're not judging his perfection on you know hitting fairways and and that. We you know we're judging like tournament wins, and and so when you say how hard it is, how hard it is is only who you're competing against. Like if if every like if he went and just you can't say golf's the hardest if you went and played on if he went and played on the Canadian Tour, he'd win every tournament. Like, but he's playing on the PGA Tour. He's not because he's just playing against more competitive. And that's why I put soccer, like the soccer players, up there, because it's who you're compl- who you're playing against. You're playing against the best athletes in the world, soccer, and I'd say now basketball. Not 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 twenty or thirty years ago, but now soccer and basketball. Would you say individual sports are more mentally tough though? Because there's there's no like in basketball, you can have a possession off. Right? Like, if I'm not, if let's say I'm playing against the Bulls, if I'm not guarding Michael Jordan, I could take a possession off 
You know, I'm guarding Tony Kukoc. I'm sitting in the middle of the key. I'm waiting for Jordan to drive. Like, I'm taking 30 seconds off kind of thing. Golf is so dumb because it's individual. And you can't take 30 seconds off. It's different. Hmm. I mean, unless you're ahead. I guess if, if you're ahead by quite a bit, you could, you could take uh, some shots off. Right? But think about football. Right? Like, if you're an outside linebacker and you're exhausted and you take a playoff and they run a pass play to the opposite side of the field, doesn't hurt you. No one sees it. The coaches don't see it. Doesn't hurt your team. No one really cares. If you mentally have a lapse in a golf tournament and you hit a bad shot into the water, like you lose the tournament. Louis Eustazen found that out the hard way <laughs> last year, two years ago, right? He had two balls in the water on the final round when he was up by two. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to say... I would, I've, always, I've, I've always thought the opposite. Like, I've always thought a, a team sport is mentally tougher because there's other people relying on you. And, and, and I think that that's a pressure that you, you don't have on, in an individual sport. When there's other people relying on you, especially when you're the best, when we're talking about this list of the best of all time, like, you can't take, you can't take plays off because you have all these other guys relying on you. Like, guys like MJ and Gretzky... Um, like obviously I don't know Pele or Babe Ruth or like, but you know, those guys, those guys don't take games off. Okay. Let me, and I don't want to hear your thoughts. On yeah. Cause we, we had Mike Bell on the podcast. I uh, plays on yeah. the Canadian tour. One of the comments he made was, he's like, name one other sport, like tennis and golf, basically name one other sport that if you don't perform, if you don't make that putt, you don't get paid like basketball, soccer, football, rugby, cricket, any sport, any team sport, you have a salary. You get paid three and a half million dollars a year. You get paid $10 million a year in basketball. You get paid $16 million a year in golf. If you don't make that putt, you lose $600,000. If you don't make the cut in that tournament, you make zero. It's the same in other sports, though. Like, like when you start in the sport, like you go and you start in the sport, and you're on this ten day contract, or you know, you go up from the from um, you know the D League to the NBA, and you're on a ten day contract. And if you don't perform in that ten days, you don't get paid. Drop back down to making, you know, taking bus rides and making food money, and that's it. Like it's the same. Like they have the same pressure. Like those guys who are on that those ten day contracts, those are like those. They have huge pressure, just but like the guy a, on the on the Canadian tour. Like it, I'm not downplaying the amount of pressure he had, like or he has, or they have. I mean, in golf, like it's huge. Like I, I get it. Like you have a putt and to to you know get into the money of a tournament or not. Like that's huge pressure. But I don't think it's different than a guy going up from the D League to the NBA and having his 10 day contract and and then you know he misses one shot and he gets he gets dropped down. Like and he gets pulled out after he gets, misses a shot and doesn't get another chance. You think it's different? Um, I think the pressure towards the end of a tournament is different. Yeah, 
Yeah, I right. Because you're playing a championship like, all the time. Like you're kind of going into a championship all the time. You're not just playing these like every. You're just not just playing these like regular season games. Right. So like, exactly. So a regular season game for like, let's say a mediocre NBA player who's like a starter, but like a fifth man kind of thing makes what? Three, four million dollars a year. Sure. That guy's going to make three, four million dollars for this entire year, whether he scores 13 points a game or nine points a game. Whereas a golfer starts from zero every single year. And let's say, like, if they, <laughs> this is the craziness, Vinny. Like, let's say they're having a shit year. They play really well one week and they have a putt on 18 that's six feet to win the tournament or to come third. Let's say there's three guys up there. The difference in the money from winning to third is like a million dollars. So what I'm saying in is in a basketball league, game 43 of the league, if fifth player on the team who's making 3 million bucks a year misses a shot in the 37th minute of the game, doesn't really make much of a difference to them long-term. But yeah. that golfer, if they miss that putt, that could be the difference of them staying on the PGA Tour or not. Right. But, but like, okay, I see what you're saying. But also, you're comparing uh, a top 100 and 125 player in the NBA to a guy who is just cracking the PGA Tour. So, like, you should you be know, comparing... Hold on, hold on, like hold, on, hold, on, hold, on hold on. Do you yeah. know how many guys on the PGA Tour? I don't know how many guys are on the PGA Tour now. 125, so the exact same as the number you just gave for the NBA. I know, but it's different because of number of people to play also, right? Like, it's a, it's a different... Like, you're talking about the guy just cracking it to... You're talking a middle-of-the-pack player. So I'm not... Okay, maybe the number is off, but a middle-of-the-pack player in the NBA, sure, he's making $5 million a year. Like a middle of the pack golfer in the PGA Tour is, you know, he probably has a million, like he probably has sponsorships. So he's probably start, he's probably got money from day one already. He's same with like, the NBA guy. Yeah. But we're talking, but you're talking about the guy just cracking, just trying to crack a lineup and versus a guy just trying to crack the PGA. I think that pressure is the same. Like the guy just cr- trying to crack the lineup versus the guy just trying to crack the PGA Tour. I think that pressure okay. is the same. I'm talking about the daily pressure though. Do you think the daily yeah, pressure I, in game 43 is the same as someone trying to make a putt on 18 for a win in a tournament? I think it's different. For a guy trying to crack a lineup that's either getting dropped at the end of the night or or getting another 10-day contract or getting a contract to the end of the year because he's been performing, I think yes. I think no for that for, you know, the fifth starter or the sixth man or the eighth man or the or the 10th man even. But I think for that guy, for that, like, you know, Jeremy Lin, you know, like, you know, if you perform, you get a contract. And if you don't, you're gone. I think it's the same. Like, it's the same, you know, you know, you, you perform and you're gone or you don't. And, you know, you perform and you get it. And you, if you don't, you're gone. I think that's the pressure is the same. Is it not? I don't know. Carl, feel free to chime in. 
we're clearly disagreeing here. Yeah. I think it's different because the actual money is paid per week. Right? Like I'm talking about a guy who's on the PGA Tour who has a card. So the top yeah. 125 golfers in the world make the PGA Tour or whatever. There's 125 yeah. in the PGA Tour. They have a card. That means they play yeah. in all PGA events for the whole year. Yeah. If they shit the bed for the whole year, then they don't get a card next year because they fall out of that top 20, 125. But right. they have the card for the entire year. But they don't get paid until they actually play well. Right. right? Whereas like a top 125 NBA player in the, wor- in the world Hundred top twenty-five basketball player in the world gets paid three million bucks for this year. You get to play eighty-two games. You're guaranteed three million dollars. Have fun. The top hundred twenty-five golfer in the PGA Tour gets paid zero, and says, "Good luck, go win." Yeah. Yep. For that guy who's who has nothing and has no sponsorships and has. Or very little sponsorships, and and um, you know just enough to get by, and that performance, and if performing means he's getting something, and not performing means he's not, then that pressure is huge. And if you're saying that there's more people that are, are in that situation in golf than other sports, then then I would agree with you. I don't know that there's more people in that situation in golf than other sports. That's all I'm saying, and and I might just be wrong, but I just I just never thought that. Yeah, I don't know. Good conversation. Good conversation, though. (laughs) The spotlight is always on you. Whereas, like a a basketball game, even if you're having an off night shooting, you can work harder on defense. You can get more rebounds. Like, you can work harder in other areas. Whereas, like, if you're hitting the ball not very good one day, you just don't get paid that week. Yeah. Like there's no offense defense. You're not playing against anyone else. You're playing against yourself against the course, right? Yeah. It's it's a totally different game. And like talking to Mike about it from like a professional standpoint of you know, Canadian tour guys don't make any money. I think the top guy in the Canadian tour made $126,000 last year. And then right. outside of the top probably, 10 you make, you make less than probably 50. Had- they probably had ninety thousand dollars in expenses or something like that for you know travel Flying, and all that stuff. Hotels, yeah, your yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Maybe not that much, but yeah. Honestly, it's crazy. Yeah. So I think Mike yeah, was. I'm like, not trying to discredit golf. I'm not trying to discredit it at all. Like I, I, I think that you know those guys trying to crack crack the uh, PGA Tour or trying to crack the European Tour or whatever. I'm not in any way trying to discredit that or what Mike's doing. I think obviously that 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 is a really really hard thing to do, and only the most elite of the elite get even close to it. And um, I'm just saying that it's not that much different than other sports. I'm I'm saying that the pressure on other sports when you're just trying to crack a lineup is 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 similar. And maybe it's different in golf because of the way you get paid. Maybe that is different, but but. Um, but like we're talking about like the elite of the elite trying to crack a lineup and and you're either going to make 5 million dollars or nothing and and i think the pressure's the same in both there's just different roles in other in other sports right like 
in football, there's an offensive lineman that gets no glory and your only job is to just like keep one dude in front of you. Yeah. In basketball, there's like other roles. Your role is not to score 35 points a game. Your role is to get six rebounds, score eight points, and defend their third best player. Mm. Whereas golf is like, you have to beat 143 other dudes every single week. Yeah. It's, I think yeah. it's different. Yeah. Team sports are different. It's totally different. Like even yeah. if you're not the best player on the team, you can take days off. And people do all the time, right? Yeah. I, I, like, yes, you're right. People do all the time. But I mean, you're putting your job on the line every time you are. And and maybe you have signed a maybe you've signed a five year contract for forty million dollars and you know and you're just feeling feeling good and you just kind of give up because you've you've had enough and you've made enough and and you're just going to coast. But but I like I feel like the pressure is the same. I feel like if you really want it and you're just trying to like I'm talking about that guy just trying to crack the lineup. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, if you've made that long term contract, there's you see so many guys that just at that time they just coast and. And you, you know, the difference between Michael Jordan and the, you know, he's like, he turned it on and he literally never turned it off. <laughs> and yeah. those guys are just like, Hey, I made it. going to turn it off. I'm good enough that I can coast. Um, you know, I might, you know, I might get criticized in the, um, in the media, but I'm still going to make my money. And you're right. In golf, you don't have that situation. You don't have that coast factor, I guess. And I'm not like I'm not meaning to say anything bad about golf either. <laughs> I'm just meaning to say that like other sports are really, really like you know the stress and the like like it's there as well. I think. And um, anyway, I guess we've kind of digressed off of our greatest athlete of all time, but but uh, but I I, get, I know what you're trying to say. Like you're trying to you're talking about how golf is different, and and I just feel like it's not. Like I feel like it's great. But they're all great, and the sports that I, that I don't love are like not my favorite sport. The sports that aren't my favorite are great too. Like, like hockey's an awesome sport. Like starting to coach kids baseball, it's like a kid who plays hockey automatically has a better swing. Like, you know, like without without coming and I, I mean, you know, it's it's such a it it just the skill just translates. I mean, it's a rotation. They're a rotational athlete that take that slap shot or take and and automatically they've got a They've got a natural swing, and obviously, obviously, you can't say that for everybody. But um, you know, it's just every sport is great, <laughs> and 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 you can tell because so many people are so passionate about different sports, and like different parts of the world, <laughs> they're passionate about different sports, and 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 like you know, we only have enough time to love the certain sports that we love, but but there are amazing sports, and there's great things about them, and. And I agree that, that golf is an awesome sport. I'd love to play golf more. And um, <laughs> and I do see how how that that you know you're out there by yourself and you've got nobody else. And and but on the other side, like when you're out there with a teammate, you've got a teammate to let down. And if you if you let them down, like I mean, you know, it's just different. It may it might not, I don't know if it's harder or easier. All right, so let's quickly recap. We agree number one is Russell Wilson. <laughs> we agree number two, yep. Tiger Woods, and MJ. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so we've all agreed on MJ number one. Carl and me think Pe- Carl and me think Pele is number two. So I guess Carl thinks that I won. <laughs> I don't know if this was a game. That, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Denny thinks that that Tiger is number two, and then I have I have Babe Ruth is number three, and then and then I have Gretzky is number four, and I might have uh, maybe I should have put LeBron number four and Gretzky five, but Gretzky four, LeBron LeBron five. And Tiger Six. That's a solid list. Gretzky deserves to be up there for sure. You put know, Tiger. That's embarrassing, yeah. Carl. We yeah. can't. And, air <laughs> and I might be wrong about it. <laughs> no one, but I no can't one put ever, him No one ever has changed a sport like Tiger changed a sport. Ever. I can't put him ahead of Pele, the greatest player in the hardest sport. I can't He's, put him ahead of Babe Ruth. Play like, the second World Cup. He didn't even play. Yeah, okay. that, listen to that, Vinny. You're judging Tiger him Woods based took, on World Cup. Listen, you're not listening. Tiger, Tiger Woods took five years off. Like, what do you, like, I mean, and he's still <laughs> we're talking about what he did. <laughs> right? Tiger Woods didn't win any tournaments when he was away. His numbers are still his numbers. Yeah. LA took a whole World Cup off. And he still I'm has a third but, World Cup because he didn't play. That just day. said that Brazil is a better country at soccer than everyone else. But he also, Pele also went into this saying, I'm so mentally tough. I'm going to try to be the best against the best. And Tiger said, hmm, what sport's easy to get good at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking about that. I'm totally just joking about that one. I'm totally... <laughs> 2009 was a rough year for our buddy Tiger. <laughs> his wife took a nine iron to his uh, windshield. Didn't work out well. <laughs> I might be wrong having him at number six. Maybe he should be ahead of LeBron. Maybe he should be ahead of Gretzky. Maybe he should be ahead of Babe Ruth. But I've, that's where I've got him. So I compare him to Babe Ruth. One, he won more. Two, he changed the sport more. Three, he was more physically athletic, if we're talking about all our categories. Uh, I don't know Babe Ruth in terms of like worth ethic, so I can't really comment, but I would assume exactly. Tiger Woods' ethic was... Different than anybody else at his time, in his time. And it's a so different era. Tiger so was different, different than anybody else in his time at any sport. I would disagree with that. He wasn't different than Michael Jordan. Who's on the same level as Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was before his time. Tiger Woods' first victory was 97. Michael Jordan's oh, last okay. was 98. Yeah. So they're just after each other. Anyway. And he holds all the records, man. It's crazy. More dominance than yeah. anyone in any sport. 10 years, yeah. 10 and a half years out of 11 years, number one in the world. And I ranked a golfer number six athlete of all time. That's pretty crazy. Carl, do you think like like he's a golfer and he's the number six athlete of all time? Golf, yeah, that's pretty high. That is high, right? Like, like, like we're we're comparing him to like you know we've ranked him ahead of like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> like we didn't even we didn't even list in here. We ranked him ahead of Messi. He's a golfer. We ranked him ahead of maybe the second best player in the most competitive sport in the history of the world. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played in what years? 1958? 
against like five foot two white dudes. Okay. I'm not, I'm not arguing that he's better than Tiger Woods and the athlete. I'm not arguing that, but I'm just saying we're ranking a golfer because of how amazing he's, he's been higher than Shaquille O'Neal, like higher than Kobe, higher than like, higher than Tom Brady, higher than, you know, like, like really high. Like we're saying, we're saying Tiger is better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is shit. <laughs> Always <laughs> back to Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's end this in five minutes. But why? Why is Kobe better than LeBron? I, I like I could not answer that. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I couldn't. I. I and it, and that's not to discredit Kobe. It's just to say that that he's he's just not like like he was second fiddle for his first three championships. In the first championship, I think he averaged 15 points a game. In the second and third, he was in the low to mid 20s. But Shaq was averaging like, like I looked this one up earlier, and Shaq was averaging like it was like almost 40 and 20. Now I'm probably exaggerating. It was probably like 37 and 17. But in that first championship, it was it was insane. And um, and so so Kobe was the best player on the team for two championships. Yeah, so sorry. And 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 Kobe had a stretch in his uh Kobe had a stretch in his career that he was that his team was not that good. And it might have been a short stretch, it might have been a couple of years, I, I don't know. So Shaq's the first championship, here's Shaq's stats. 43 and 19, 40 and 24. 33 and 13, 36 and 21, 35 and 11, 41 and 12 in the six games. And he was MVP all three times in their first three championships. So, so to put Kobe ahead because he has more championships, like, I mean, if LeBron played with Shaq, he would have, he would have had more too. And I'd, I'd have Kobe in my top, I don't know, five to eight basketball players of all time. Sorry, do you think Kobe is ahead of LeBron, Danny? Nope. <clears throat> I think LeBron's okay. top three. Yeah. I think LeBron is unlike any human I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see yeah. another human like that for the rest of our lifetime. Yeah, I agree. 6'9". What is he? Two, Carl, what is he? 260? He's like 265, yeah. <laughs> and he, he moves faster he jumps higher than like really light people. Like it makes yeah. no sense how that actual density of a human can do what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Watching his Those highlight and high school videos, I don't know if you've watched them. Hilarious. Yeah. He looks like an NBA. He looks like the best NBA player in the world playing against 12 year olds. Yeah. Carl, remember we used to watch those, man? All all the time, dude. Like he's jumping from the free throw line over people and dunking on everyone. It's a video game. It's just a it, it's 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 a video game. We're double between the legs, <laughs> NBA Jam 90 97 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway let's get out of here Vin that was fun man thanks yeah, for doing that was that. great thanks hey, for doing some research hey, I just want 
I just want to finish. What was your, what was your top five really quickly? Like, just can you say that again? I don't have a formal had, top five. Yeah. I would say MJ to me, Tiger one two, and then so you said there's to a me, bunch. To me, MJ and Tiger are top two. I'd probably put LeBron top uh, number three, and then after that, like I really appreciate Pele, Gretzky, Phelps, Bolt, Federer, Messi, like a bunch of dudes, and I don't know how to rank them. Mm based on maybe obscure sport like running and swimming based on my maybe unappreciation of soccer and just how strange it is with too many people on the field and you can't really dominate. Right. I think there's a lot of things Uh, like again, maybe Babe Ruth, maybe Jackie Robinson. I just never got to see them play. And I don't think Jackie Robinson's stats are, are, are telling you that he's the greatest athlete of all time. I think it's more like what he meant to the Impact, game totally. and, and, and the world, like or North America. Totally. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. That was fun. Thanks. Thanks for well, having me. That was me. less argumentative <laughs> than I thought it would be other than oh, really? our one-on-one story. Like, you're obviously yeah. wrong about that. So let's just end on that. <laughs> Let's, Carl, yeah. Carl, Yo. can we arrange? When's your new camera come in? I have no idea. Why? All right. So let's find out that date. Okay. Let's arrange a one-on-one, me and Vinny, and let's uh, settle this shit at the cul-de-sac or what? Let's do it. <laughs> cul-de-sac. Remember our half-broken backboard, Vinny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carl, yeah. name your top three. My top three guys: MJ. Yeah. Number one. Uh, fuck, this is so hard. <laughs> I would say Gretzky and Tiger Woods. Gretzky nice. and Tiger. Gretzky is Tiger number three? Pele. I know. You had Pele as number I, two. I think uh, or Gretzky's like a quarter Polish, so I'm going to go with him. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> I think so. Rumor has it. Uh, cool. Yeah. His stats are it's, ridiculous. It's, ridic- it's hard to argue. Gretzky. Ridiculous. It's hard to argue. Gretzky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like never, never beaten stats. Like those will never yeah. be beaten. Whereas yeah. the other dudes that we're talking about, MJ's t- MJ stats can be beaten. Maybe yeah. his scoring averages per game were pretty crazy. Yeah. But like someone could win more. Well, someone has won more than six NBA titles. I don't know. Just scoring. Yeah. yeah. Consistency. Gretzky's stats will never be beaten. Yeah. Never. Yeah. He's more than a thousand points ahead of number two. <laughs> uh, that makes yeah, no sense. Insane. Yeah. Maybe Michael Phelps will never be beaten. 28 Olympic medals. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Anyway. All right, dudes. Thanks so much. Love you guys. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Go, go Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me.